Yo, 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 it's the kid XAB. It's your man, Distinguished Gotti, and now tuned into another episode of Dad Has and Bowties, the most dangerous podcast on the circuit. We got fucking three iPads in the corner that niggas is not used as of yet. Shout out to, sh- 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 shout out to our sponsor. <laughs> shout out to our sponsor. That's a pretty penny. That's, uh, that's real life. Yeah, so we're going to have to. Yeah, we're going to set that up. Next week, we got you guys. You're going to see everybody face the way we actually want you guys to see us. The whole interface situation and shit like that. Yeah, when that. we get that that new spot. Yeah, yeah, that new spot. Came through dripping. We, we, we ain't even going to talk about it yet. Came through dripping. Ah, All right, so all man moment for the week. You got one? Oh, man. Uh, let me see. What, what the fuck was an all man moment this week? No, the weeks be going by. So, oh, okay. All right. Okay. I got to. So, I'm at a spot yesterday. Uh, shout out to uh, Latani Devon for you know taking me around town in the Bronx, you know introducing me to barbers, introducing me to you know a whole bunch of people, um, to really you know get the get the show you know off the ground for bars in a barber shop. So boom, so I go to a barber shop and I can't even say the borough. So anyway, I'm I'm at the, I'm at the barber shop and the barber's like. I'm telling him about my, you know, the, you know, the show. He goes, that's my shit. He turns to his, he, yo, he turns to his other barber. Yo, you, you hear this little nigga? This little nigga got my shit. Just like that. I swear to God. He was talking just like that. He's like, word? He's like, yo, yo, check this out, homie. Shows me his shit on his phone and was like, yo, this is my shit. I can't even say the name because the name is very close to bars in the barbershop. So. He goes, yeah, so, you know, I stopped doing it for a minute, but, you know, we was doing it. Shit was good. He did have celebrities on it. Can't front. Yeah, he had celebrities. I had a feeling that, that his particular barbershop was because the way it looked, it don't look like a, it looks like a barbershop lounge mm. and it has earthy colors. He has a doll cage literally within the shop for his doll. Like it, it's set up like on some real shit. It's, Nah, it looks lit, Flo. Yeah, it looks real good. So, so shout out to him for being a black man, for being a black barbershop owner, doing his thing in Harlem, for sure. But the issue I had was that slightly he was trying to convince me that one, I took his shit because he kept using words like, yo, this shit is patent. This shit is patent. I'm like, patent, I don't, I don't really Nigga, think. Nigga, you can't patent right. it. Yeah, I was just like, fuck yeah, you, like, that, that was the first one. He was like, I was like, D-Flo told me these terms. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about right this second. But I was like, all right, cool. All right. And then he was like, yeah. You know, what you got is my shit. I was like, well, actually, no. 
This is how it differentiates. <laughs> what I got is my shit. Right. His shit is niggas are, as soon as you walk in, they just have uh, one nigga in a barbershop chair and he's rapping for 30, uh, for 30 or 60 seconds. That's the show. So I was like, that's not my show. <laughs> Sir. Right. I was like, my show's actually nowhere near that. Your thing is like, I, I would say not even a, a miniature version of what I do. Your thing is like maybe like some abbreviated thing that you, we, we were throwing in for fun. I said, we do showcases. We have multiple artists performing um, within uh, X amount of hours, and we also put them on a touring platform. That's where we're at. And we also give away trophies and awards. That's not what this is that you're showing me. So the all-man moment is him trying to really convince me that it's not going to work. So this is what he told me. He was like, I don't think it's going to work because it's similar. I was like, it's not similar. Just tell me that you probably don't want it because maybe you don't you know, want the platform that I have to be in here because they might get it confused with your platform because the, the names are almost similar, but it's not the same thing. And you're spelling yours with a Z. I stay away from that. I just spell it with a regular S, bars. I try to stay away from the Z shit. So long story short, after it was after I was leaving, he just kept cursing out some nigga by the door. Um, I guess like a homeless dude or whatever. He was like, "Yo, I kick you the fuck out. Shut the fuck up, yo. I, I, shut up. Shut, shut, shut up." I was like, "Yeah, I don't think I want to show here either." Yeah. So I I'm was. I'll at you. I was like, like he's like, "Yo, holler at me." I was like, "Yeah, I, That's my old man moment. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna let you know. Yo, what the fuck? I'm gonna let you know. Bro, that shit was wild, bro. I'm about to switch shit and be like, I'm gonna keep you posted. Right. Facts. (laughs) Like, facts, my guy. Nigga, I'm gonna keep you memed. Like, (laughs) I'm gonna keep you gift. Yeah, that shit was wild, son. Real real shit. I was wild. My all man moment uh, is this fucking cold or allergies. I don't even know what it is uh, that that I have. This shit's been kicking my ass. Like, I had it since I went out of town this weekend. I want to say it started coming on, like, Saturday night. Saturday night. Started getting, like, my energy was mad low. Mm. I was like, yo, I just want to sleep. Went to sleep. Throat was, was, like, felt like it was swollen and it's a little sore or whatever. Man, but ate some vagina, you'd been all right. Is the mic working? <laughs> Is this mic working? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> let that shit slide down. So uh, slide down. Um, <laughs> y'all niggas is wild. That's all. I'm you're not so <laughs> while you're sick, <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know what? <laughs> so the it, it seemed that started to go away that Sunday. <laughs> okay. Um, but that's crazy. I don't don't know what I didn't say anything. Put it out there. I didn't say, but he didn't confirm that he didn't do it either. I did not say he didn't confirm that he didn't do it either. I was out of town. I was out of town. Sometimes you go downtown as well, right? I'm just saying, I was alone. Can I get an amen? I was alone. (laughs) Continue, bro. Continue, (laughs) sir. Flag on the play. I had to put a rubber on the car. Our, our last no. episode was almost at a thousand, by the way. <laughs> oh on, shit! On Facebook. Oh, that's uh, lit. Yeah. 
So okay, all I don't right. know. I don't know who's next on the docket to. Right. You know what I mean? All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but we gonna talk about that after. We gonna talk about uh, after. But yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know. I've been coming home, going straight to sleep, but I got business to do. Like I feel like April, May is definitely the time, ladies and gentlemen, that if you want to get your business together or you're trying to get things prepared for the summertime. Use that tax money properly. Stop fucking playing. You got to use April and May appropriately. Big fact. Because you don't want to miss June, July, and August. Once you those miss are them three lucrative. months, there's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, those are the lucrative yeah, months. That's when you really every year. Yeah. get the designs and everything that you want to do really popping. Yeah, the trips so, in order. Everything. So yeah. I'm trying to use the rest of April and definitely all of May to put all my business models together nice. and stuff like that. But of course, being sick, I haven't been able to do that. Um, but I do want to use, I want to use this, this, I have a lot of things on the docket that I'm like, yo, fuck it. Now or never. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, now or like, never. Like be we, broke now, be rich later. I'm just looking at it like, yo, when you, when you have certain talents and certain abilities, mm-hmm. you don't. You don't let them go to the wayside just because you have other things on your plate. And I'm not even talking about like jobs and stuff. You may have like two talents. You got to find a way to make them shits coincide and fact, work. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the main chicken and Sasha got to get equal opportunity employment. Sometimes. Treatment. Sometimes. sometimes <laughs> so I'm at a point in my life where I just kind of made a decision where I'm like, yo, every fucking thing that I want to do. Just get it done. That's it. I'm going to just, I'm going to design the business model for it. Yeah. Find a way to to make it so that it. The problem is trying to put things together and run them at the same time. Yeah, so yeah. What yeah. you do is you put them shits together in yeah, a way right. where it's just kind of like clockwork. You just you just do X, Y, and Z with each thing because you already have it set up. You're not figuring things out. So it's like, all right. So with this particular thing, I I gotta come in on Sundays. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I gotta do this, and then I push it out. Right. Uh, with this particular thing. I got to shoot it on this day. Mm-hmm. I got to talk to my director on this day mm-hmm. and then just plan it out for the next three months. If you do three to six months of hard work of just planning and execution, then everything will kind of run itself. Listen, Kanye West locked himself in his room for three summers. Sometimes you got to do that shit, bro. I never really understood that. Did he lock himself in his room for three years? Or every summer for three years, he locked himself in the room. I don't know. I feel like every time you see that meme, and it, it be it, that's like the most fucked up photo, because it's all blurry and shit. We just see the nigga with mad yeah, equipment. He looked dirty. He just looked dirty. Like, yo, nigga, you are from Chicago. Mm. <laughs> I, I was just confused as to what the real right. meaning of that was. Like, nigga, for three years, you grinded it out? I think, I think it meant for three summers, within those years, he was grinding out, meaning... Whatever niggas could have done in that summer, he ain't do it. He was just in his room. Like, I got to make beats. He was already working for Rockefeller, but he wasn't on. He was just, all right, well, niggas is like, all right, out of these 1,000 beats, nigga, we only going to take 10. That's that. That's hard. That's, if well, if that's, they that's take 10. Reality, that's rough. That's like, that's damn. That's how that beats go. Right. So that's what I think. But I get what you're saying because even, you know, shout out to um, shout out to E.T., Eric, Tom, uh, Eric Thomas, the, uh, the, the, the hip-hop preacher. I watch this shit all the time. He said something that I was telling my girl about. Shout out to Kelia. And I was just like, sh- she thinks it's extreme, but I'm like, nah, it actually makes sense. He, 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 in one of his, in one of his motivational speeches, he was like, yo, tell your friends 
from January 1st to December 31st, you're not going out. The next time you go out is when you go to the library. Is when you go to the gym. That's when you're going out. But you're not going out to spend money on, on food and dinner. You need to lock your mind mentally into what you're trying to get done for the next 12 months. You can't be out here splurging. This is not splurge time. He was like, in the winter, you should be acting like you're preparing for the summer. Even though we in the winter. He was like, you need to get your mind mentally there. Because he was like, yo, turn the phone off. Turn the TV off. Turn the cable off. He was like, lock the fuck in. And he was like, this is coming from a man that was homeless. He was homeless. He's like, yo, lock in. He was like, yeah, I just got mad excuses. I always look at the winter as the planning months. Like, right, when, when, it's, yeah. it's like winter, you got fall and winter to plan. You got spring and summer to execute. That's mm. how I look at it. Because, mm. you know, obviously with the snowstorms and, yeah. and I put inclement things, weather yeah. and stuff, Niggas sometimes your right. plans will get canceled and it's out of your control. Right. Sometimes, unless you have planned it so... Mm-hmm. You won't be able to get certain things done during the winter. Not to say that you you don't still do something, right. but I feel like that's when you kind of revamp the business. That's when you kind of revamp, at least in New York. I mean, you, we talk about other areas of the, of the nation. They got different, you know, weather situations to deal with. But I think in New York, a lot of times, it's like, I right, I'm going to use this time and just really just plan this out. What's the next move? How I want to make it? Like, is it... Is it going to take care of itself? How am I going to make money from it? And that's where I think I'm at. I'm just at a point where I'm like, yo, I want to do this shit for fun. But how how am I setting up the business model to make money from it? Make money from it. That's a fact. It yeah, could still fun. be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be fun. But at the same time, is it is it fun enough that... Not even fun enough. Is it is it at a point where Doesn't it's generating your right. income? Because just doing it for fun also costs you bread. Mm-hmm. So how can you do it for fun and still have fun doing it, but at the same time, it's a stream of income? It has to turn into that at some point. If you're doing it right. If you're doing it right. If you're, if you're excellent at what you're doing and you have a certain skill that people are very interested in seeing, mm-hmm. at some point, you have to find a way to make it lucrative. And that's not always... Sometimes it's not... It's not the immediate thing. It's not the thing that you think. Right. But that's where being business-minded and thinking outside the box, like, comes into play. Right. For instance, rappers. A lot of rappers, people are not going to buy your music. Nah. That's just the reality of the situation. You're not going to get your money initially from people going and buying your music. Right. So you have to think outside the box as to how... To make rapping lucrative, you could be the best motherfucking rapper in the world, right? But I don't mean you're gonna make money off of it. You gotta, you gotta find a way to sustain that and then get better. And the only way you're gonna get better is through money. Uh, you have to get better equipment or get better mixers, get better, uh, get better studios, right? Yeah, get, get better, better videos, editors, right? So how do you get to a point where you do that? And then uh, you put up a post this week, and I'm glad you put it up. Because we've been talking about it for a forever, long time. Yeah, yeah, forever. And I'm like, thank you. This nigga finally is really seeing what the fuck niggas is really talking about. And it's one thing to just make content because you love making the content. Facts. That's great. But who the fuck is asking for the content? Yeah, facts. Big fucks. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying don't book a nigga to go to the studio. Right. Facts. I'm just saying. You got to start somewhere. Got some. <laughs> yeah. 
get something done. But there's nigga. niggas out here that's really stunt. and truly posting shit, and niggas is getting mad that niggas is not following or liking it. It's like, bro, the niggas that you're posting to are not sound SoundCloud execs. They're not niggas who work inside of the office that could actually push it. You're promoting to your friends. You're promoting your friend. to Tom, Dick, and Harry. You're, Listen, you're expecting saw, your friends to- I saw a like, very, very- And I think Wildin'. X reposted the post too. Wildin'. But the shit was just saying, niggas are out here busy looking successful <laughs> and not trying to be successful. Yeah. That's a fact. The niggas too caught up just trying to look the part. The niggas who are successful don't got to try to look the part. You just know they are. You just know. You just you just you feel that shit when when niggas walk in the room. You like, bro. They talk different. Can't they say got nothing to me. My job. So there's there's a, a competition that that like some of the people I work with. They they're in it now. Okay, the staff, the kids, the oh, kids, the kids. Gotcha. Um, and within it, we had a video call with this white woman who had 19 businesses in her lifetime. Nineteen. Fuck. The way she talks and the way she moves, you could tell that she's good solely off the fact of how how she's moving. And she said something that was super dope to me. She was like, you know, I had to change my mentality. She was like, well, I never, my, my father was always like a business person. Mm. And he never, he said he was never a good employee. He never he never was a good employee. He didn't like the idea of working for somebody and someone telling him what to do. So he became his own business owner. And she was like, but you know, that comes with ups and downs. Yeah. She's like, she was like, I think it's important for everybody to just change their mindset. And by that, what I mean is you have to go from when you have a nine to five, you get the mindset of I can't wait until I have this check and like, when I have this check, I'll be able to do X, Y, and Z. She's like, but when you have the mind of an entrepreneur, you sit there and you say to yourself, what do I need to do next to get to the next step? I do that shit every fucking day. So, that was so dope to me because it's like, yeah, the parameter of a nine to five is you know the set amount of money that you're going to get at the end of these two weeks. Yep. And then you plan to execute that check to the, to, right? to the best of your ability. Right. Save As a, this, buy this, and have this in your pocket. Right. As an entrepreneur, it's different. there's there's no parameters. Yeah. You're just like, all right, so the next step is I need to rent a Lamborghini. What do I need to do to rent this Lamborghini? Right. I need to get $1,400? right, cool. So what I'm going to do to get this 1400 is I know I got to do this. I know I got to do that. I know I got to do this. And then when I get the 1400 I can yeah. flip it. I'm going to put this video out, yeah. put the ad. But the entrepreneur it. literally forces you to not only think outside the box, you literally have to find other ways besides, I think, what you're immediately trying to do to help that one thing get as many things as possible. And also as an entrepreneur, you know, if you don't get up and do it, it's uh, not Oh, my nigga, done. that's the biggest yeah. part. Point There's blank no safety period. net. Nah, no it's safety no safety net. net. If you, you can't fall, call out nigga, sick, you... there ain't no sick days. Nah. There ain't no, no days vacation off. days. Nah. There's none of that. <laughs> none of that There's shit. literally, shit, I have this deadline. If I don't do it, I'm not getting paid. Right. right. No excuses. None. Nobody want to hear shit. Nobody's trying to hear nothing. If you don't get it done, you don't get paid. Yeah. Or it could be to that point where you got to get up in the morning and be like, 
I've been around so many hustle niggas, son, that are niggas. I know niggas that are like, yo, I'm not eating until I make my first money for the day. Nigga, I feel the same way sometimes. There's a lot of niggas that starve or, or put it into quotation as fast. They're not going to eat. If they don't make money until 7 o'clock at night, they're not eating until then. They're not spending money they yeah. haven't made yet. But some right. niggas some niggas got a deadline. Like what I do now, if you got a 9 to 5, y'all, that's listening, you have to find a work balance between having your 9 to 5 and then also trying to run your business. And then, wow. you also, and, then and then what you have to do within that is when you have your 9 to 5 and when you have your business, you got to figure out, all right, bet. From my 9 to 5, what... Do I need to take from this this check that I'm getting, whether it's a good check, bad check, and different, and then try to combine that with what I'm trying to do in my business so that at the end of the day, in the words of D-Flow, it gets the business to a point where it starts to run itself. And now we're not saying, now that it's running itself, we're not saying quit your nine to five. Make sure your shit is set up to the point where you see it's so lucrative that it's almost what your nine to five is. And then if and when it gets to that level, then you just make an informative decision. But you got to make sure that you have set up parameters like x said there's no safety nets at the same time you got to make sure that you have certain shit in place so that when you're going to bed you know what i mean your paypal is still rolling over and your I'm venmo a, is still rolling over i'm gonna chime in on that real yeah. quick because i learned a, a very hard lesson mm. and this is one of the reasons i haven't quit my steady income yet because i mm. realized that oh okay I could make as just as much money as I'm making from my job right now. Mm-hmm. But what happens is that as you're making this money, mm-hmm. your lifestyle changes. Oh, yeah, yeah, the lifestyle mm-hmm. So if you're making 40K at your job and you're matching that from your income from the side business, you're no longer living a 40K lifestyle. No. You're living an 80K lifestyle. Big facts. So now you're going from, oh, I got, you know, 2200 to spend every month to I got four grand to spend every month. Right. And I think a lot of time people make this mistake where they're like, nah, I'm making just as much money from my side hustle that I make from my main hustle. Cool. Not real, not taking into consideration you that you doubled up and your expenses have doubled up. Right. It, not, it might not, let's not even say expenses. Your lifestyle has your doubled lifestyle up. Your lifestyle changes. Your lifestyle changes. You're making more money. So you're going to think to yourself, I could quit my job. And and if if you're a progressive person, you want your lifestyle to change. Of course. You got to realize. I think that that's kind of like you said, where a lot of people make the mistake is unless you unless you're willing to take that step backwards Mm -hmm. to then maybe go forward, sometimes go forward again. You got to understand that. Nah, I I am. I'm living at this 80K lifestyle now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of don't want to let that go. Facts. Like so now you have to wait for the business to now make eighty k. That's it right there. The business has yeah. to now engulf and make as much money as your current lifestyle right. to sustain that That's current lifestyle. Because now you might be like, "Yo, I'm so used to spending money on this, that, and that, and that," not realizing that you're about to take a pay cut now because you're getting rid of one income. And I see a lot of people make that mistake, and it it goes under. And then let's talk about let's talk about this. Owning something does not mean you have a business. Oh, yeah. Fact. Oh, oh types man. Of fact. Damn. Like, Damn. Just, a lot of niggas' feelings got hurt. Just having something that is copywritten, just having Damn. something that- Coming for a lot of niggas right now. You put INC at, right. at the end of you put, it or you put whatever. It, you, put, you, put, you put this, this is trademarked. Yeah, like, yeah, niggas don't give a fuck. It, it, that does not make it a business. Yeah. What makes it a business is- is there money going in and is there money coming back? Do you have <laughs> do you have uh, accounts receivable? 
do you have <laughs> do you see a profit right right do you are see you a profit, a profit? Point, right point blank and you and might straight and forward. you might be red uh, you might be in the red in, in the beginning right yeah. that, well, that's gonna natural. be in the red fact but is there profit coming is there in that pro- is are there you, something coming can you in look at your month to month and be like yo last month this I made came four hundred dollars cool all right cool this, this month, month I'm I trying made, to make right. six hundred. Right. right. This next month, by the next three, four months, I'm trying to be at a grand. Now, no, that right. that doesn't mean that you're 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 meeting your overhead. Sometimes right. that's not Sometimes, the case. Yeah. It's, the overhead is still above, but you know what? It's progress. Yeah, exactly. it, it is progress. You feel me? Progress trumps everything. Nigga, if it's up to me, I'm always in the red. <laughs> right. But at Big the facts. end of the day, because for me, it's all about reinvesting what you make. Right. Yeah. You, know you but got to. Same, you have to. That's a part of growing the business. But the, but that's really business. It's just what X said. It's like, yo, what's coming in? Nigga, what's going out? I have I, I I have a situation where we have something going on monthly. There's money that's coming in, nigga. There's money that's going out, nigga, and that's every month. That's how it goes. Shit, and that's that's just what it is. But do I see progress? Yes. That's have I changed up what I've been doing from last year to this year? Hell, fucking yeah. yeah. Am I less stressed? Yes. Yeah, because truthfully, these, yes, I'm less point, stressed. Bro. I mean, I think that this conversation itself shows that we've all grown since yeah. our our earlier days. Right, our earlier right. days were so a whole different so yeah, goody, so right? My my, my <laughs> assessment of of things, even my art, is just different now. Right, I just look at certain things and I'm like, oh, okay, this is what I was doing wrong before. Right, this is how I can do it in a way that I know I can get a result where I'm gonna be a little bit more happy. With it, mm. it may not bring me a million followers tomorrow. Right. It may not bring me a billion dollars. Right. But I know that if I make this move, do this strategically, do that, then the things that I find fun, but other people be like, "Damn, you killed that shit." Facts. Now I'm like, all right, <laughs> like, right. all right, I know what I gotta do now. Now I gotta make show the- off these certain things. Facts. Yeah, I gotta do. X, Y, and Z. And then the things that I believe in that maybe not everybody has seen to be, all right, yo, this person is is really killing it, but I believe that I could kill it. I can invest in that in a certain type of way. And I'll find a certain I'll find a way to make it more lucrative down the road. But I just have to think about it a little bit differently. And so when you just couple everything together, it's just like, oh, all right, I'm I'm thinking about this much differently. I'm gonna say this to everybody. You you should make an investment in something that is going to like something that caters to your hobby that also gets you bread. Yeah. Facts. So Not like facts. for me, that was Final Cut Pro. Mm. I know for you that was a bunch of different audio <laughs> doors. Bro, I needed I'ma say this and and it's it's still to strengthen what you say. You make in business, you make three types of investments. You do your initial investment to get what's necessary. Right, for the business, right. For the business to function. You feel right. me? That means whatever that is. And shit, right? Yeah, whatever that may be, whether it's some piece of software, some type of paperwork, hardware, mm-hmm. hardware whatever is necessary for it to actually function. Mm-hmm. Not what you want, but for it to function. Yeah. Right. 
after that is done, that means don't get the luxury don't shit. Don't get the luxury right. shit. Get, get the, what yeah, the get essentials the that just work. Right. Yeah. That just works and gets you. That's where a lot of people go wrong B. too. That's right. where a lot of people make. Big I gotta mistakes. get the high end. No, you fucking don't. MacBook Tro, not even the right. Pro, the right. Tro. You like, just hey, need, nigga, you it's just not gonna need work. What's necessary for the business to operate? You feel me? The next investment would be upgrading to <clears throat> upgrading to increase and promote your sale potential. So if you have a certain type of a, of of software and you know you need to up enhance these particular things or add on to the software because the software can't do the more fancier things you want to do, then you make the investment to get the necessary things that you could increase your point of sale. So in my case, I can invest invest into a, a shitty audio interface first because I just know I need to maybe creative. Then after that, I invest That's into... Like, bro, let's get, to, let's get into detail. Like on my end, <laughs> yeah. right? On my end, I started off with a, a cracked version of Photoshop and the only reason it was cracked was because it was super outdated. So I got Photoshop when I was in college. Mm. It was part of it was part of the um the the course that I took. Facts. So with Photoshop, I had a I had it and I was using it, but we're talking about five years removed. Mm-hmm. So that shit was nowhere near outdated, yeah, right. way outdated, and the computer itself was like super slow. Mm. I moved from that to like. Going back to my hand drawing, mm-hmm. to then using um, what's the name? No, I was using um, Microsoft Publisher. Oh, Publisher. Oh, okay. Publisher. Yeah, and remember yeah, yeah. back in the day when we would do the Winter Circle shit? Yeah, I was creating those things through Publisher. Oh, mm. okay. You talking about the, the the newsletters and shit? The newsletters and all that. Really? Through, publisher? through publisher. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not using my computer to its best now, now, ability. <laughs> now, we're, we're still in the realm of free. Yeah. Then you introduced me to Canva. Oh, Cam- Canva is the baby boy. The, uh, so when I got to Canva, mm-hmm. that made me really be like, you know what? Time to I, now, so. I have to go back to getting Facts. Photoshop, and I all have right. to make the investment in Photoshop and Illustrator. Facts. Because now this investment is going to take, like you said, yeah. the profitability margin mm-hmm. to a higher facts, a higher level. Right. Because what I can do in Canva is stupid. It's dumb. We all know Canva, that. Canva right. is lit. Yeah, but Canva's wild. couple that with Illustrator, with Illustrator and Photoshop. And po- nigga, you Jesus. Yeah. At this point, you <laughs> make miracles happen. And now it's just like, <laughs> all right, boom. Like, and I remember with you, it was oh, yeah. it was Fruit Loops. Boy, y'all niggas knew. Y'all niggas used to come to my apartment. Everything on that motherfucking computer was cracked, my nigga. It was cracked. There was a cracks in the wall. There was cracks everywhere. Everywhere was cracked. The desk was cracked. The TV screen was cracked. Ass was Headphones cracked. was cracked. Everything was cracked, nigga. The, the, the walls in the closet was cracked. The door was cracked. The floors were cracked, nigga. Everything was cracked That's in wild. that on that system. But nigga, we made projects. And this shit worked. And we definitely made money. We right. made bread. We you have, made money to, you have to prove to yourself that it's profitable, that it's profitable before, before you make before the you investment, make investment. True. to then Facts. get something get that something. you have to put money into. Right. Facts. It doesn't make sense. Like, if I'm not good at flyers, and then I go make an investment in Photoshop, and Illustrator. And then it's not worth it, bro. I just, Niggas, I just wild out. I didn't, even, I, I didn't even take a course, at least. I didn't even go on YouTube. I just thought not, I could wing this shit. Not, and even when you go to U, YouTube University... 
That it's going to take you for, three months. Yeah, it, it takes you only, but YouTube only gets you so, and I'm going to tell this for all these niggas out here. Yeah. YouTube is good, but it only gets you so far. Yeah, it's true. Do you have to Niggas still, have great tutorials and shit like that. You, you know still, what I mean? Right. I might fuck the whole live up. The whole live up, son. Who is it? Robin. Oh, boy. Shit. Just. And that nigga said it on the air too. That's why. Yeah, nah, it's frozen. This shit is frozen. It's a wrap. You know the deal too, bro. <laughs> this you know we were recording right now. That's what we getting me God tight. Damn. Y'all niggas and know I'm recording, you know boy. We and doing. we're back. Oh, we're back. We good? Looks like we're back. Yeah, we yeah. back on your ND flow. <laughs> nah, the shit froze. Froze now. Yep, it's frozen. Yeah, yeah, it's frozen. Oh, nah, okay. and I don't think it's recording because we're frozen up there. Oh no, 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 we back, we back. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, we oh, back. back. Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah, yeah we back. Yeah, all, all right. right, back. So, so yeah, moving right along. Right, yeah, moving right along with the show. So <laughs> give me but tight. I'm gonna <laughs> give you an example with it. Like even for me, like I had a functioning system array that I was making money off of, mm-hmm. but I knew if I wanted to again raise my profitability, mm-hmm. I had to make another investment. And right. X could tell you, I would tell this nigga all the time, yo, bro. I need to get this going. I need to make this move. I knew if I wanted to enhance my sound and get competing with these, there's tears to everything. Nah, it is. There's levels to this shit. Meat Mill voice. You yeah, feel yeah, me? Facts. No, facts. There's always tears. You feel me? So at the end of the day, if you want to get yourself to a higher tier, you got to make more equipment because there's always some nigga out there with stupid shit for no reason. You competing with million dollar companies. With million dollar franchises, bro. And you got to look at it, and all of us been in a predicament where we've been around people, whether it's on the audio level, on the visual level, on the business level. You walk into meetings, you walk into offices, you walk into studios, and you're just like, everything here is unnecessary. But for whatever reason, <laughs> y'all niggas making it work, and y'all good. So I just want a piece of it. How can I get my shit to this point that I could at least be competing in the same arena? We don't even gotta be in the same ring. I just want to be in the arena with you. Yeah, I need to. I need to know what's up. I need to know what's up. I'll be in the nosebleeds, nigga. But I'm watching. But I'm there. But I'm there. Know that I'm there. I might be looking at you slowly, for the jumbotron. Slowly, I'm in the midsection. I'm in the midsection now. <laughs> I don't need a jumbotron no more, nigga. I can see you. Slowly but surely, you on the floor seats. Like, yeah. what's good, nigga? <laughs> how you, you, how you, you feeling? Don't get too comfortable, nigga. I'm going to be playing on the court with you. Yeah, soon. in a second, my nigga. And the next, next thing, you stealing his ball. Listen, right. this is how the game works. That's how it is. You got to continuously make progress, bro. That's how business works. You get the essentials. You make the upgrades until you're in a better predicament that the business could function and get. We all know what we're worth deep down inside. Mm-hmm. We all know where we're trying to go. I think one of the biggest things I suffered with, with my business was valuing myself. Mm-hmm. I always undervalued myself. I wasn't sure if I could get a price. I wasn't sure if it was worth it. I was always right. just like, do I want to push, I that, push button? that button? Like, I don't think this is going to want to pay me. And after a while, I had to just be like, nah, I spend too much money on myself. I deserve this. You feel me? If you don't want to pay, cool. You're going to lose some business at first. However, you attract the clientele you want. And at the end of the day, if you you don't appreciate the business, if you don't want to value yourself, how you're going to continue attracting shitty clients. True. 
That's just the reality. I think for me, I mean, I think one, my brothers definitely pushed me in the, in the direction and I'm going with certain things now. Y'all, y'all was just like, nigga, what are you doing? <laughs> Facts, nigga. <laughs> nigga. Nigga, you talented. Like, just, just you it, know bro. what I mean? Like, stop playing. Like, you right. playing games. And I think the other aspect of it was, yeah, just hearing that confirmation over and over from other people as well. Like, oh my God, like, you did that? And it was like, yeah, that, that's what it was. And it was like, oh, nah, that was lit. And I'm like... This isn't even one percent. Like this is right me there. just fucking around. Just fucking around. Like, you think this is lit? Imagine if I really right, put my some nigga. effort into this All shit. Right, now I gotta show y'all. And then honestly, just having I have the type of mind where I can figure out almost anything and then right. figure out how to how to maneuver in that in that space. So for me, I just decided, yo, what was the space that I like to maneuver in? What was the space that I I have fun maneuvering in? And it's visuals. I just, I, something about the visuals is just easy. So I, I tell you, bro. Yeah. Get that cha cha in that <laughs> motherfucker. I'm here, nigga. Like, audio, I I don't like sitting and listening to niggas. I don't. Like, I can't yeah. do it because my ears are very, very receptive. So after a while, I'm, I I tried it. We know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> we know what happens. Welcome so, to my world, bro. Now, I can do it, but that ain't, that ain't that, where I'm sitting there like, that, yes. Uh, like, I'm ready that to do that. That was me for the first five years. And then after, I was just like, all right. Yeah. But put me in front of a computer or give me a fucking pencil and tell me, yo, draw some shit. And then be like, yo, you're going to get paid at the end of this drawing? This more motivation, bro. <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> just more. All right, that's, my nigga. That's one of the biggest reasons I could do it, nigga. I, oh, you, you pay me to be here. So I'm content. Do I necessarily want to be here? That's questionable. Facts. But I'm here because you paid me to be I here. I know this nigga distinguished love being in meetings and shit. Yeah. yeah. So I, it's I really like, do. pay me to be in the meeting? Pay me to be? You you guys are paying me to be here? I've done it. It's worked. Yeah. You yeah. want to be there at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be there because, like you said, you got to, you got to, like, w once I figured out what I, I mean, because y'all niggas know I've been doing shows forever at this point. Facts. But Facts. <laughs> forever. Since we met. Once I really figured out, though, what I really wanted to do with it, like Big Sean just did a few weeks ago, step the fuck back. This is what I got. This is what I want. But like D-Flo said, nigga, this is what the fuck I got to do. This is what I really got to do to get there. I got to make certain sacrifices. So sacrifices may mean, nigga, I'm not going out to where that's at tonight because this 50 could be used for this business thing that I'm trying to do, or this 50 could be used for this fly, or this 50 could be used for something else that's going to actually help the business. But $50 right this second on a Friday, on, on, a, on, a, on a Thursday night to go to this event, not going to benefit the business as much as this 50 is going to benefit when I put it into it like this. That's how I'll be thinking about shit. You know what I mean? And we all going to be celebrating a different type of way. I feel like but very soon. By the end of July is gonna be dumb, son. We we just have so many things set up. Yeah, there's a lot of shit set up. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, thank it's you. It's a lot of shit set up. There's <laughs> a lot of shit set up in that a play we about to set up. That I think we'll be able to say, yo, this summer we could be proud of things that we did. I right. think before we were proud of it because it was like, yo, this is the first time we did it. Mm -hmm. Or yo, we set it and we got it done. Right. So back when we were doing Winter Circle, 
back when we we did our glasses and bow ties back in those days when mm. we were like yo we were still learning and understanding how everything was working out but True. we were able to say yo we said we was going to do it and we got it done and oh. that's where our proud moments came from yo we're going to have this listening party yo you think we could bring 100 people out yo fuck it we going to bring 100 people out then we bring 100 people out mm-hmm. not a space that's used to dealing with Janae Aiko uh, Dot the Genius, Kid Cudi, Kanye, they looking at us like, who are these underground niggas bringing out uh, uh, packing out the space and packing out the space? Like, oh, we Facts. fuck with them. You know, we go in the engine room and they telling us like, yo, we know how y'all do shit, so you're going to have to cap it. Like, like shit like that where before we was just proud to be in those spaces mm-hmm. and be in those moments. Mm-hmm. Now we when, we, when we do decide to celebrate... It's going to be on some like, yo, the company made an extra, uh, extra 1500 We put all that to bottles. Fuck it. Like, Fuck it we, we bonus. <laughs> bonus party. Oh, oh, like, like, all y'all niggas, like, we about to just pop bottles all Niggas night, is bro. giving each other raises. <laughs> Real I'm shit. Not, I know I'm not concerned. So I know that every business you embark in, you make calculated risk. You take a Definitely. calculated yeah, risk. Yeah, take a lot of risk. You take a risk, but you, it has to be calculated enough that you know where the money will be reciprocated for. Right, like I put I put today online, some people got it, some people didn't. A dude that I, had, that I interviewed, his interview will be coming soon, shout out to that guy. He said on his podcast, he was like, yo, if you don't know your numbers... You don't know how to run your business. Like, you don't know what's going on in your business. I was like, bro, when he said that, I was like, all right. I sat, I sat myself down. I was like, self, this is what the fuck we going to do. We really going to find out what you want to do versus what you did like a month or two months before. Nigga, what the fuck is happening now? Then you're going to really figure out what you can do so that you know what you need to do. See that? Ooh, I like that. That three-part distinction? Yeah, I was like, What you want to do versus what you can do versus what you need to do. Right. And I just, I really sat myself down, budgeted everything out. Like, all right, cool. About to spend a good grip this month. Mm -hmm. But next month, ho-ho, next month we might be doubling what we just spent. I mean... So it's... Taking that risk. Listen, numbers are solid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For the most part... You, you're going to know, well, you're always going to know what you're going to spend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely know that. You never know back really what you're going to make. So you just, you kind of make an estimate. But, but you, then, but yeah, you yeah. do make an estimate, but yeah. you do know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of do know. It, once you, you, once do you, a floating you, estimate. Yeah, true. Once you know your numbers, mm-hmm. you know, all right, I have four clients. Two of them are projected to pay me next month. Right. That means let's throw a number out there. That means I'm projected to get six hundred. In order to do, I'm gonna just stay in my realm. In order to do uh, certain video cuts, I'm gonna have to get a premiere. So in order to do that premiere investment, that's two ninety nine. Mm. Solid. So from the six hundred, I take the three. I could take three and mm-hmm. get the premiere, and then I could either use that other three. To splurge, right? Or, or I can use it to reinvest in in the business, and more than likely, probably going to reinvest, right? 
And then, all right, cool. Now I'm looking at what what the future is holding. Right. With this reinvestment, what mm-hmm. are the things, what are the either hardware or software that I need or to get. maybe even spaces that I feel like I need to get that will mm-hmm. will boost productivity? Because mm-hmm. that's where the mindset should be, not, not like, do I need to get a space to now just say, I got a space? Because that's where niggas go wrong. True. Uh, am I getting this piece of hardware just to say, I got this piece of hardware? Right. Because if you're doing that, then I don't know. Like for me, I recently bought an iPad Pro. There was a specific reason why I said, nigga, I got three iPads right there. There's a reason why I was like, yo, iPad Pro is a must. Mm -hmm. And I waited out and I was like, yo, this shit is a grip, a grip plus five. Right. Damn, son. That's that's an investment, bro. Like, is this going to return? And I had to say to myself, right. does this make sense? I had to say to myself, like, I did mad research. I looked at niggas that that do what I'm doing already. I'm right. looking at the price point they put in certain things. I'm looking at the money I'll save by now being like, yo, nigga, do it yourself instead of outsourcing it. Right. And I'm like, yo, doing the numbers, I'm like, yeah. You know what a price point really comes from though, on some real shit? It comes from the labor, my nigga. Yeah. You really figure out, like, D-Flow is a prime example of that. He really figures out bet. It takes this amount of time to make the beat. It takes this amount of time to mix the beat. It takes this amount of time to master the beat. It takes this amount of time to export the beat. It takes this amount of time to convert the beat. It takes this amount of time to take the vote. Like, so then once you get to that point, it's like, it's actually like you kind of got to up the price almost. Right, it's like, to, nigga, it's, it's mad a, hours. You bro, put, you I'm, t- I'm telling you right now. On it, bro. <laughs> like, you know what? You know what broke down business for me? It's labor. Mechanics, bro. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, them niggas. If, if you just that's look. That's a money-making industry. Me, me, not even. The, not even. The, that's true. But not even that, bro. <laughs> okay. If you look at the bill of a mechanic, it literally breaks down one of the best business models ever. Itemizes everything. You have the parts, <laughs> right? Yep. And the you labor. have the labor, right? Labor, yep. And this is what you're paying for. Yep. If you build your business around, around that, nigga, you should be good. You should be. It's the product and the labor that went into making the product. That's it. That's why I think I was telling X. I was just like, when I price certain things, one of the biggest decisions I made, Tucson, right, was putting a value on what my hour is worth. So for me, if I'm mixing a song. I'm telling myself, yeah, I'm trying to make at least 40 to 50 an hour off this. Mm. How can I kill? That's why as engineers, if you're going to book an engineer, he's going to be like, yo, I want. The studio might tell you, oh, it's 70 an hour. Right. But that has the engineer's rate fixed into that price. Right. The studio makes his money per hour, so the studio knows what it's. For you to be in this space, it's worth $50 an hour. Right. You feel me? The engineer comes at $25 an hour because that's me telling you what my time is worth. Right. You feel what I mean? So for me, when I build things, I always think about, yeah, if I'm going to mix a song, it's going to take me three hours to mix a song at the bare minimum, which means I already know in my head, I'm at this point in my career, I want to make at least $90 off the song. At the bare minimum, I want to make $90 off the song. That's me knowing I'm going to get at least $30 an hour. Right. At least I feel like my time was worth spending. You feel like my time yeah. was worth being invested in. I mean, that's, that's three hours. Yeah, three hours is three hours, man. Three hours is yeah. three hours, and I'm gonna invest exactly three, three hours, hours into that song. Right. Like I'm gonna set my time aside for that, mm-hmm. and 
in everything, bro, when it comes to any business venture, any part of your life, or even just business, just parts of your life, mm-hmm. every investment just has to be, like we said, calculated, mm-hmm. well thought out. It shit just got to make sense at the end of the and day. And it just has so, to yeah. make sense. You feel it me? It don't make has, sense. Like, y'all, know, y'all niggas know what I go through. So yeah, already know I already the, know. The moves I make, like, nigga, <laughs> a lot of nights sat up yay, thought. Nay, nay. Yay, yes. nay. Is it worth it? Is it not worth it? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Right. But ultimately, will this turn a profit in the end? Right. Will this benefit me in the long run? If I decided to flip this, am I making money off of it? And that's ultimately in any business decision you just got to think about. You make the investment. We talk about investments all the time, as, as, as we do. And as long as you know it's going to make your money back, go for it, bro. That's really go what for it is. It. So... Calculated investments, man. Calculated risk. So who's who's making the calculated risk in this Big Sean versus Kendrick situation? You know, I don't I don't Big know Sean. much about it, but to be honest, without knowing anything about it, it's definitely Big Sean. You fuck you you, you kidding me? Like so, that's a no brainer. So Kendrick, a old a old clip of I guess what was gonna be a song that was on Damn, that was supposed to be on Damn. Okay. Has circulated and it's like a a good four bars, maybe. Of Kendrick basically coming at they who they believe is Big Sean. Right. Where he was like, the only reason... So, and then he said, finally famous. The only reason you're famous is because niggas know your girl. And it was like... Oh, man. You're only famous off your relationships. And that was when he was dating Ariana Grande. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, and then it was like... Shit. He said some other shit. Um, and people was like, nah, these are definitely for Big Sean. So... I guess who who y'all think is is winning that winning that 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 battle bar for bar flow for flow like uh this song for this song oh this song I feel like I feel like Big Sean because he's gonna find a way to be serious and witty at the same time and Kendrick is good for that too but I feel like niggas is gonna get lost in the flow the nigga that's gonna have probably the tightest flow is gonna be Kendrick the nigga that's gonna really come. I don't think it's going to be much research. It's gonna, I think it's going to be more wit, more whim, more like inflection in the voice and shit like that. Big Sean. I feel like Big Sean would win it off the strength of Kendrick has been kind of quiet. Big Sean, I feel like also too, to be honest, has he just always not drama. He has more things circulating around his life that I feel like niggas will probably buy into more than Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar did it already, though. Be Humble was a diss for Big Sean. I feel like I really. Feel like, you didn't know that, bro. Oh, I feel I, like I feel like that. Kendrick got that. Honestly, Kendrick did it already. I don't even know if this is something necessary, bro. Be humble was a big Sean diss. They were beefing already. But be humble came out of what beef? The same beef we saw. Right, so the so the so the I, lineage. The, first time even hearing the lineage of this beef. Stems back, stems back to control. The control verse. Oh, yeah. We all, well, I didn't know it was still back in control. No, so what happened with control, I didn't know this piece of it. I didn't know that Sean did an interview after control and was like, the reason why I didn't put control on the album was because there was so much negativity around it. And because people were saying that he got washed on it. Yeah. Niggas were saying that yeah, Ken- Kendrick, Kendrick went stupid, boy. So he was like, nah, I don't feel like I got washed. That's why Jay Electronica should have never been on that record. It's he like- was like, he was like, I took it off because it was too much negativity around it. And he was like, I knew when Kendrick did all that name dropping, 
it was going to be a negativity drink. Nigga, you trash for that big shit. Yeah. Oh, I ain't trying to hear that shit. So, so fuck out of here. I guess from that, Kendrick felt some type of way. Of course. And then Big Sean, I think, made a song where Kendrick took it as, yo, stop tiptoeing around my name. So he started saying that shit in a lot of songs where he's like, yo, this little nigga needs to stop tiptoeing around my name. Like, if you want to say something, then say it. And that's where, like, the quiet beef has been. So I guess it must have been up until Damn. Right. Damn came out 2017. Yeah. So they must have been quietly beefing. I don't beefing. remember what song it was, bro, but Damn resembles one of Big Sean's songs. But with the cadence that I delivered, Be Humble, I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which one of Big Sean's song it was, but it resembled it. Right. And the cadence is the ad-libs. It's been a while. It's been a while since you listened to Be Humble. Go back and listen. Well, well Big Sean used to say little bitch. Yeah, he used yeah, to say little, little bitch, bitch a lot, yeah. Boy, like certain things that Kendrick said in that song was a direct shot. Little God. bitch, be yeah. humble. Mm. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah. Okay, I see. He even okay. said boy a couple times in his atlas, bro. I see bro. what you saying now. <laughs> you go yeah. back and listen to it, son. Yeah, I think I saw, a lot of people thought it might have been Drake, too. I, I, it wasn't Drake. But it wasn't Drake. It wasn't but a lot Drake. of people was like, yo, it's Big Sean or Drake. It could, definitely, could definitely seem like it's more. Okay, that that's that's more believable now. Yeah. Because the little bitch shit, right. Little bitch. Right, be and humble. Kendrick was saying I thought the entire record on some record. real shit. The whole fuck. Yeah, be okay. Humble. Sit down. I just mm. feel like the way Kendrick could get so aggressive, he could do one of those aggressive tracks on yeah. Sean. Kendrick, yeah. And niggas will automatically, oh, he right. won. Yeah, Big Sean him. has never got like really aggressive. I mean, he has bars, but he's never like- he's I never, never seen him get aggressive. Yeah, yeah I've never seen, never him, get seen aggressive. him get aggressive. But it would be interesting if he did. It would be interesting yeah, if this interesting. popped off. Do we think it's going to happen? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think so. I think I, know. I think Kendrick is at the point to where Kendrick will just drop another diss record. And Kendrick is older than Big Sean, so Kendrick's going to start Same age. No, they're the same age. Big Sean is our age. Yeah, they're all the same Big age. Is, Big Sean is 30. Kendrick is 31. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know Sean looks young, but... Yeah, nah, he looks mad young. Nigga's 88. Okay. He got mad facial hair. He's, he he don't look young to me. And he no definitely, part. yeah, he looks older. He looks older. With all that fucking... Oh, the facial hair? Yeah, With the, yeah, and the yeah, hair the, growing the out? Hair growing yeah, he be growing out. out, yeah. Now, well, Sean, is, Sean is 30. Nigga, Hove look like Basquiat and, now. Um, the fuck? Y'all seen Hove Yeah, I haven't seen Hove lately. That nigga, Hove look like Basquiat. can't grow facial hair to save his life, but... <laughs> yeah. That nigga got two sprouts of beard right yeah, Exactly. Here. What we think about this Kim Kardashian lawyer stuff? All right. Was there an interview or article? Because I didn't oh. read or see anything. So how did this information she, um, take she that She did an article. Um, oh, she did an article. Where she said that she wants to go for her law degree. In no, what? My bad. Okay. I think it's Vogue. I think she did a... Yeah, she did an article in Vogue. Vogue okay. And she broke down like her family <laughs> dynamic. And she said in it that she wants to get her law degree by 2024 or something like that. It's possible. It's very possible. But I don't know... Believe it, because she don't gotta do it. First of all, I feel like it's a rollout. That's what I feel like. Yeah. Possibly, but all, but if it's true, I feel like there's three things going on. And I, I said this already. I feel like it's different for a man based on the woman he chooses, because I feel like it's heavier on the woman for the man she chooses to be married to. Kanye West is a multi fascinated individual there's so many different personalities in that nigga it's insane so for a woman to be with him she got to know that off rip before even wedding this nigga on some that's gonna be my man i already know this about him the other thing is that 
she didn't marry a white man in the end. Right now, she's married to a black man. A man that, for the most part, loves his people. He's a little, you know, confused about some shit within himself. But for the most part, he loves his people. And a little, he's trying to get back to God because he's been doing them Sunday things religiously. So he's trying He's trying to find a way to get back. So he That start, might be a rollout, too. Start, that possibly. Starting with the church. Too. Now, the final thing is, Kim getting older. So niggas really got to figure out. And I also feel like she never really had a niche. She just is a body and a beautiful. That's it. That's Bro, all she is. That's why I think it's a. I think it's a right. brand rollout because it, I think, I think one, as you said, she's getting older. Yeah, she's getting older. So niggas ain't gonna care as much. The, I mean, she's it, she's touching forty. Yeah, once you start touching forty, so, thirty, you know, start. So right, yeah, they ain't they ain't that much longer right. that you could be doing half naked. Yeah, photo yeah, yeah, yeah. Youth and all that. Yeah, it's coming and to an end. Niggas is is running the is breaking the internet. Right. I so mean, I think the next step is become good at something. Become very good at something. You want to be or, a lawyer, or you'll she be, can be a good entertainment lawyer, though. But you'll she you'll be, be considered right. good at it regardless because you're Kim Kardashian, right? But you need you now need she a, need to be great at you it. You need to you need something to do. Yeah, you're not just standing there taking photos, right? Past forty five, I don't really see it. It's a dub. Yeah, like, it's a dub. Yeah, I, I mean, ask. Naomi Campbell and all of them like still look good. You got J Lo. They could rock because I feel like they really in, like they're in nat- shape. They're natural. Body. Yeah, they're naturally but in shape. Right after, still after like after it after might be 50, a, a little might bit a little of a long shaky, shot yeah. for Kim Kardashian. Right. So what I see her doing is, oh shit, this reform rollout worked with me getting black men out of jail and me getting. Me going in, and I see it working for Hove too. So if I get my law degree, That's by default, and I start getting these high profile cases because I'm Kim Kardashian, of course I'll get a good entertainment case. Right? Like who wouldn't want to be and represented by bread, Kim so Kardashian? Just an extra and I think form she's income. also looking at at Chris and realizing that that management representing clients type of role is also a big money maker because at the end of the day. Bro, they ha- they are- I'm pretty sure they have a lawyer on retainer that's taking three to five percent. Of course, off the whole the whole fam, the whole fam, the whole fam. Whoever their lawyer is is yeah. a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. Now he makes millions off the Kardashian. Yeah, yeah he's Easy. set for life. He's good. He don't worry about nothing. Yeah, he's great. He's yeah, probably he made twenty five. Yeah, he got a crazy insurance plan and his shit lit. So, for her, to me, it's, it's a simple thing. One, you're rich. Yeah, so you, you don't have, you don't even you don't, need you the money. Need, you don't yeah. even need to go to school. True, you bring someone in to tutor you. That's it, and prep you. That's it for and the bar you just exam make sure and the LSAT. Pass, right? You no, know, you have your tutors on deck. Pass all your online classes. Yeah, let's prep you for the bar exam. Right, that's it. Do it in your spare time. A nigga come through every two days, two three days out the week and do it. So Call for it her, day, right. all this is simple and strategic. Her dad was a proper, was a popular yeah, was, lawyer like already, well known. So I think at this point it's just a very strategic move. It's a smart move to me. I think it's a smart move. <clears throat> it's a smart move. I think it's a smart move. It's I not really a bad move at I don't all. know if she'll be good at it. Right. I really she doesn't need to be. No. I she really I re- slightly decent. Yeah, Bro, I really do hope that she's she great at it. She could just be the law offices, the Kardashian law offices and hire a bunch of paralegals and she just be the face. True. The paralegals do all the fucking work anyway. Well, I do think because she's she's such a big name, she will have to Take on, yeah, she will make okay. an appearance. She's gonna have to represent somebody, and should like, like Flo said, she's gonna have niggas that's gonna teach her that's how to talk in that courtroom sure, if she ever to, has to go to I still don't know if she'll be good at it, right? Because there's a no, lot, she doesn't have to be though. After watching a movie with Denzel Washington, Roman Esquire, Denzel's 
character was a man who never seen a day in court until his um until his partner died. I think she has to be good enough that when she's, she has to be good enough when she's on camera, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like she's. She don't belong there because people I mean, will jump on her quick for not looking like she does. She I don't think that's gonna there. be a problem though, because Kim is already a good public speaker to begin with. I don't know, bro. I don't feel like she is to me. I don't, but she's not bad. She's she's no, decent. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? like, she got to be halfway decent. She just got to be decent enough that when her, she gets her interviews is on point every time I see yeah. her when she's interviewing, and it never feels like she's looking for words to say. Yeah. Don't nah, feel but like she does come off as an airhead. She does. She does. But yeah, she does. You can't do that in the court of law. Yeah, That's the one thing kind of got to know what you're saying though, in that shit. Yeah. I will say this. However, you have if you know the business and you're representing entertainment people, you could probably get away with that. Because if you know the business, bro, we go to court for some shit entertainment related. We're even though we don't know the full extent of law and entertainment and law, mm-hmm. we're not going to look like doof, douchebags on the mic either. True. We could get in there and probably preach a good ass case. Well, I think that that that's kind of that's where my split is. I think that if you're if you're good at orating and if you're good at knowing things, mm-hmm. you can get away with not knowing law so well. So well, yeah. But so. if if she learns law, right. but she, she is not good shit. at at knowing things, you look dumb. Right. Like that that that's where my split is. So right. she can get prepped, get all that right. stuff, get in the courtroom, and then look slow, and niggas would be like, Right, because because they're looking for her to look stupid. Right, because right. the reality is too. You actually make you actually bring up a great point, bro. Because now I'm now I'm looking at it like when I was going to John Jay, I was going to school strictly to to become a lawyer. And in going to John Jay, they tell you we prep you for law school. We don't teach you nothing about law here per se to actually become a lawyer. You you got to learn certain cases. Yeah. So going to Kim now, Kim is gonna have to know Plessy versus Ferguson. She's gonna have to know certain shit, especially on the study, especially yeah. on the entertainment side. She's gonna have to know big cases that entertainment lawyers won. She's gonna have, to, especially when it, it, it comes time for when she's trying to prove a point or bring up something old, like an old president, and then bring it up in a court and of you law. You can't talk like nah, you can't, on the yeah, Kardashians. Nah, it can't be on the fly. Well, you nah, know, like she gotta know what happened. Facts, dates, language, times, locations, in, all that. Language in courtroom and language yeah, her jargon life. gotta be on point. You gotta be able to explain. Yeah, X is right. Words nah, yeah, in the courtroom right. is taken literally. Very yeah, very yeah, literally. You gotta, very literal. you gotta be on point. Nah, with that. you gotta be very on point. So that's my only fear with it. But I do think that that might be another route too, where you saying like she's a face of a law firm, yeah, and maybe she's just doing a commercial. That'll be a very successful law like firm. That. That'll be very. No, there's successful. there's mad law firms that do it. That's a, right. There's there's a lot of big lawyers yeah. that don't show up. In yeah, because they don't have to. They don't have to. They don't have to. They're, they're, they're they got the paralegals yeah, and shit. Paralegals well, they also the built their way up to that. though. True. They a lot of those they, lawyers. Yeah. They have been in court. It's right. just they had a point they now. They only come right. up with a big joy. Yeah, yeah. The big yeah right, right. They be like, oh, that's, I'll take this that's case. That's a hundred million Simon. dollar case. Sit down, little right. boy. All right, I'm going to make an appearance in this one. I got this one. The nigga from... I mean, we'll get to Nipsey's funeral in a minute, but the nigga from... Um, Johnny, not Johnny Cochran, from OJ's case. Yeah, like, is took up Eric Holder's case. Nigga, yeah. did y'all see the video with fucking Master P? Nah, what that? Nigga, Master P blacked on. He said, "Yo, you can't even come to my city, homeboy. I'm gonna make sure them little boys do." Yo, he was like, "Yo, you were you were fucking bird for that, man." Yo, Master P made like three videos about the nigga. He was like, "For you to take that nigga case, they gotta be fucking giving you something to shut you the fuck up." He was like, we, oh, he's like, we already know you ain't going to do good by that, man. 
we already know you're going to find a way to make sure he don't go to jail. I was like, you're right, son. That whole thing just... It, it's wacky, son. That would be the only piece that, that, that makes me look at... I mean, I'm not nah, a conspiracy nigga. I have to nigga. think it's a conspiracy, nah, bro. Yeah, I'm just like, be like, all right, y'all niggas is against Nipsey on some real shit. Where did this nigga come from? How can you hire this multi-million dollar lawyer? He's right. not a That's cheap a, lawyer. I don't think he team. hired him. He didn't nah, hire him. Nah, the, the he, state he, was he like, we got you. On. Yeah, the nah, state he did it pro bono. Oh, he probably he, did. He has to be doing it pro bono. has to. That nigga, that, that dusty yeah. nigga, bro. Yeah, he rich. Filthy rich. How the fuck you get a multi-million dollar lawyer to represent you? Unless someone paying him to be there. It's, it's one of two things. Either someone paid him, he's doing it pro bono, and if he's doing it pro bono, he's a nasty nigga. I feel like because he got he's paid doing off. it because it's a high profile case. Yeah, I feel like he got paid off, and I feel like I think it's a mixture of both. I feel like he was prepped. Like he's a lawyer, he's established, he's won cases, he's proven himself in the court of law. However, he's not winning that. There's nothing to win. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it was just like nigga. It's, how can you win? You like, can't win right. that. There's nothing to win there. pleading like, insanity. What is this yeah, really about? Yeah. You still going to go to jail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the thing Crazy is, out. the nigga did plead insanity for another nigga, a football nigga. And he got killed. off. I don't know if he got off, but he, he did it before. So they're saying that he's he's used to doing this shit. Whereas, like, oh, all right. So he gets paid to prove that niggas is insane for doing shit they had I no mean, business doing in the first though, place? Bro. Why this case? Of you know, all this is Yeah, this is big. Case yeah, that a, you know bro, is going to rub people the wrong way. Well, the it thing is, is you're going to put a hit on your head if you get this man off. If this man gets off, and bro, that's the difference. So you're not dealing with regular niggas. Nah, OJ, OJ this niggas out here was well known, but he was still not people. It wasn't that serious with OJ. It was serious with OJ. OJ wasn't in that. the streets. That's, that's it. I, that's what I'm trying yeah. to get to. OJ that was saying. a fucking was NFL star. This isn't a street nigga that like, turned into a you, fucking you. You messing with the wrong situation. So if you doing it. For publicity, this is not the way to go. Good luck, my Don't guy. Don't be mad when someone shoots your door. And, and if, I'm not and saying if, that us black people will do that, but we might. <laughs> don't 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 put it. And past if you us. and if someone paid you under the table, I don't know who would have did it. Right. Um, and if you doing it that way, then that's then good luck too. I don't know what you think you're doing, but right. it ain't gonna Best work luck out. With your endeavors, my friend. Yeah, it ain't gonna work out. But it do feel kind of weird that this nigga out of nowhere. Yeah, so when I saw him, I was just like, damn, son. Why y'all had to make it a conspiracy now? Yeah, that, yeah. I have to think it's a conspiracy now. <laughs> like, this At just first, weird, I was man. like, this is some knucklehead yeah. shit. Then I'm just like, right. it might not be 100% knucklehead <laughs> as shit. As much as you want to stay away from it, to be completely honest... I just feel that the conspiracy is disrespectful, but right. this element, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's like it's, this is weird. Yeah, it's it's yeah. wild only because too, like a lot of niggas brought up good points. Like we found the killer for Nipsey so fast, my nigga. Tell me who shot Tupac or Maury Shakur. Tell nah. me who shot Christopher Wallace. I feel like those are different. We in different eras. There was there was cameras on each part of that block. There's no way they wasn't gonna find this nigga. There was a camera in front of the fucking store, bro. Yeah, you're right. It's a big ass camera right there. We in a, right. we in a, di- we in a different era. That Tupac Biggie shit is always going to be. Although niggas know who did it, right? They let's don't. let's be clear. So there are niggas out there that know exactly somebody what know. happened. They knew what was going on. And 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 the documentaries that have come out recently, like, shown the FBI involvement too. Like yeah, I mean, I mean, there's just a lot of shit that was going on. The, the, this in particular, he's we, right there. They you ain't know no this way. dusty nigga. You know this dusty. We nigga. know he did it. We know you. You see it on camera. It was you have to know what's going on. Why is this nigga getting a high profile lawyer? That's the part. That's, that's the part, son. What's going on, my nigga? 
I been was a little confused for how this dusty nigga shot Nip up and just strolled and took a slight gallop out the fucking mall and somebody so somebody said I, I actually didn't see the video of, of him getting shot. I wasn't trying to see that. Yeah, somebody said he it. shot him and then kicked him. It, it, yeah, he kicked him. The oh. nigga straight did a pussy kick. He shot him, ran away, came back, shot him again, ran away, oh, came back, shot him again, and then kicked shit. him. He shot him in the head finally. Shot him. You nigga peeped and over kicked the him door. after he shot him in Fuck. the head. Looked at the nigga. Fuck you, nigga. And the nigga get, bro. Yo. It's not like the nigga sprinted out the mall. Bro. That nigga was assassinated, nigga, kid. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. First of all, to be honest, I mean, we talked about it already. I couldn't be me. I couldn't be in a store. The store owner get bodied in front of the store. And I don't at least try to come outside to see what the fuck just went down in front of the fucking store. Because there's a nigga right now. His video circulating. He said he was with Nip right before he went to go get some food. Yeah, he said he left him for three seconds. He left him for three seconds, nigga. In three seconds? Word. And he just heard Conveniently, you walked away at that particular time. The shots happened. You didn't run out, see what's good. Shit is a little wacky to me, son. I, like I was telling X last Shit, week. Weird. Nigga, the three of us standing on a corner right now. And some niggas start shooting, bro. As a, as a street niggas, and I learned one thing growing up. Don't run when someone's shooting in front of you. If you hear shots in the vicinity, that's one thing. Right. But if a nigga come in the gun so close, I could feel the heat next to my face. Right. You can't run because he'll just shoot you in the back. That's it. You got to tackle it on head first. Right. And we're talking about other experienced hood niggas because you're supposed to be standing out there with your day ones. And you were telling me some nigga just pop and you, oh shit. And y'all niggas get galloping or fucking out the mall? Well, that's, they that's got sprayed, so... I know that the, there was two other niggas that got hit too. Right, but so them I niggas is alive to tell their side of the story. Have we heard from them yet? I haven't even seen no footage. Nah, one of them was in critical, oh, and, and the other one didn't want to be taken to the hospital. So Something ceases. Something nah, to me, to, to me, that tells me I'm a hood nigga. Yeah. I'm going to go find this nigga. That, to me, isn't off. Like, all right, you shot me. I, I seen your face. I know who the fuck you are. I'm not going to the hospital. Patch me up. I'm I'm going hunting I'm tonight, going but home. they can't do nothing to that nigga now. No, he, but he's in protective custody. Yeah, he's gonna be good. They right? was thinking not even in, in California right now. But bro. nah, they was they went hunting that night. I think they sprayed up his baby mother house oh, and they sprayed they, up a they cousin's shot, house they or shot some up shit. A few of his family members. Oh, yeah, so they went hunting that night. Wow, damn. But so to me, it's not off that like people didn't rush out because if he sprayed that if he hitting it. Then sprayed whoever was trying to come. Mm-hmm. And then they like, yo, shit, fuck. We can't even go outside. Right. The the part that I agree with Flo is if, if the nigga came back like three times. But I'm also thinking about it as if I constantly hear shots, I don't know if maybe it's him shooting. I don't know if he got backup. I don't know what's cooking. So maybe I'm sitting here like, yo, I'm trying to get the body, but I can't get nipped. Because every time I'm about to, I'm hearing extra shots. I don't know if they shooting at me. I don't know if they're shooting at Nip. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if Nip is shooting back. I also I don't, don't believe, too, on some real shit, that there was not another nigga in the vicinity that actually knew Nip that didn't have his fucking gun on him. Have his, have his piece? Somebody flow. Somebody, you know, I somebody know, there I, had listen, to have they shit on them. Was niggas, like, well, what they said, mm-hmm. what they said was Nipsey hired a lot of 
ex-felons. So by law, ex-felons were not allowed to carry guns. So it could have been that his bodyguards didn't carry weapons because they were ex-felons. That's what that's what they've been saying. Because we questioned that last week why nobody. But had I also the grip. but I also don't believe Flo. I don't know. And yo, there's a lot of niggas that own corner stores in our city. Them niggas got guns behind that counter, son. A hundred percent. Right. True. We've heard and we've seen the news. Some niggas flex if they feel their life being threatened behind that counter. Other niggas just push the uh, push the button or oh, call the cops. But a lot of people that own stores, especially in this city, because nigga, you can't be acting like shit ain't gonna happen just because the area is improving or getting better. At any given moment, a nigga could just be feeling froggy, having a bad day, having a bad life, having a bad year, and just walk up in your store and be like, "Yo, I need everything behind the counter." Yeah, but remember, he wasn't supposed to be there. It's not like the, the store was in operation, right? They went there specifically because his mans got out of jail. And he was like, yo, you just got out. Let me get you some threads. Let me get you a fit, a couple fits, so that you look fly right right out of jail. So it's one thing if store was in operation, they was like, yo, we about to so stop the in here. store was closed that day? I think it was called. I think he opened it. I think he, was, he went there to open it shit is wild. with his peoples. Plot he wasn't thickens. supposed to be there. I mean, it was a Sunday, yeah. so I'm presuming maybe they they weren't open on a Sunday. Or they closing early, right? Right. Or they, they were still early in the day. So. Or they opening late, yeah. Because when that when that shit happened, that shit was early. And it was the sun was still out. Yeah, it was a broad day. Like it was like oh, six, you seven. Know what was my, my bad. Now you're saying it. They might not have been open yet because he got shot like. Probably like two in the afternoon, one in the afternoon. It was oh, early. Right. Yeah, right. it was early. So, so that's like almost 10, 10, 11. 10, 11 their time. So he might, the store might have just, just been open. opening. So he so might have just went pulled there up. when the show opened itself. Yo, meet me at 10 mm, o'clock in the morning. Okay. And okay. And I'm going to get you some shit. I'm going to get right. you some shit. It would kind of make sense because then too, on a Sunday, normally some shits is open, some shits open late. So it's probably not a lot of people outside. True, not a lot of people. That that actually makes a lot of sense now. If that's that, that's. But now, to me, that would make it also seem like it's planned. How would the nigga know Nip gonna be there with his man's? Nah, he didn't know. He he saw him. So it was random. He saw him. They knew him. Right. He saw Nip was, I guess, trying to dap him up. Right. Be around him. Yeah. Nip was like, Nah, we don't fuck with you. Right. Bye. The nigga got tight. He was yeah, like, all right, you don't right. fuck with me? I'm going to show you. Then he came back. It wasn't planned. The nigga is off. He has a, a history of mental illness. Wow. But And he's crip at that. That's wild. Nigga, them, them niggas don't do uh, don't mental checks. Yeah, like, <laughs> nigga, you nigga, you crazy? Nigga, you exactly. in, cuz. You in, cuz. Ain't no big homie talking about, so what's your mental state right <laughs> now? You ready? You you willing to spray up a, you ready a to block, spray? nigga? Have you ever right, have you nigga. ever slapped your baby mama, nigga? You in? <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, you a wild you know, I like nigga. these I niggas? I that. don't like these niggas either. So mm. we we both don't. We both I don't say that. Like so, but I mean, of course, niggas had to throw themselves into the Fredo and got this nigga Kodak Black. Oh, <laughs> it's not looking good for him, bro. And on some real shit, Kodak Black. I mean, we don't hear nothing about this nigga 6 9 no more because we know what's happening behind them walls. A lot of wild shit happening to that nigga right now. We can only imagine. Kodak Black is about to be behind them walls. 
I, I it's funny these you young say niggas, that, man. It's, it's it's the mentality, bro. It's, the, it's these young. It's niggas. funny you say that because I'm like, yo, I feel like Kodak is trying to be six nine now. Nah, like he's doing Kodak, all the dumb. Yeah, it's Kodak. like it's like six nine go away. There's no void for the wild goofy shit. Right. And here come Kodak three weeks in a row with goofy shit. It's like what what are you doing, bro? First you do the the MA joint, the young MA. Where obviously you know that's gonna cause some type of a wild yeah, response. The gay community don't fuck with you at this point. If they that, did, then right. now you coming out with the Lauren London shit, and it's just like disrespect. Now it's disrespect. Not that's that's more than disrespect to me, bro. Like it's like, how do you not know that that's first of all? All right, are there some grimy niggas right now in a room sitting there like yo? Clive. Yeah. Yo, Lauren is single yeah. now, in so a, you know a, what I mean? In a few weeks. Uh, like, <laughs> I, yeah, there's definitely yeah, niggas definitely doing niggas it. There's definitely right well-known rappers yeah. right now. Well, was waiting for that's an like, opportunity. That's like, damn, all right, well, you know what I mean? I'm a, I'm, this is my opportunity to butter up to her. There's niggas like that out there. So I'm not going to, his comment, niggas is, is saying that, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Time and place, my nigga. It's everything. Time Instagram and place. Lives, that's for sure. The time is not now. Instagram live is not the place. That's definitely not the place. That's it. He just made it worse for himself. Nah. I don't think niggas would be looking at him the same way if in a year or two he was like, yo, I'm trying to holler at Lauren. Not even that. It could have been three months later and he bumped into Lauren Hill out in Lauren London out in LA and he ain't comes yo, I bumped into Lauren the other day, yo, son. I, no, res- no disrespect to Nick. No disrespect, to bro, but I'm going to give her some time. But, yo, she she, she can holler at me. Then niggas would have been like, at least there's some le- there's some level of, all right, at least he made a, a point of saying he bumped into her. So he jogged his memory. Right. Or at least like, nigga, oh, she is bad. Some niggas will look at, her, look at it like, yo, this is a silly video. Silly video, yeah. This is not the time for but no for you, silly bullshit. Like, my nigga, she, she just died, and this is how you going to talk, my nigga? Like... I don't find it overly disrespectful. I just find that he could have... If that's the conversation you want to have with your mans and them, then be on creep mode by yourself with your mans. With your mans. That's yeah. not, that's that's not a Instagram public line. thing. Kodak, that's not public. In, in, in my opinion, for, from what I've been seeing, the other podcast I was on the other day, shout out to uh, Lethal Lips. Nigga, Pac, uh, this nigga Kodak is a real... I feel like Kodak has an issue with women, bro. Yeah, he does. Definitely. So, Black women. I can't... I, I can't fuck with a nigga on no level if you disrespecting a, the black woman and a woman that you came from. Like you, like you came from women that you disrespecting. So shit is kind of wild. It's a complex, bro. Yeah, it, it's, he it's has a, complex. a wild complex. Yeah. He nigga dead said I can't do dark skin. Dark skin, yeah. Like he made a whole video on that. He's like, she got to be a, a red bone. That was what last year or two. Yeah, about two that, years. That's ago. him secretly not even liking himself. Nah, he, nah, he don't. He don't fuck with himself. Yeah, like Kodak that. is Identity the ultimate crisis. fuck nigga to me. Honestly, yeah, 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 yeah. Kodak is stupid. And to be honest, I'm not saying this because I'm wishing death on nobody, but there's a hood nigga out there right now that's like, I, I, I can't wait. Like he, he, he's plotting. There's a nigga out there right now. He's, he, he's, he's plotting. I don't think, I don't think a rapper is gonna really try to flex like that. Because I don't really think nah, to be, nobody gonna put hands. Nah, none of the rappers are gonna put rappers hands on is him. not on no vibes cartel level. But I, that's that's I, a I'm, whole as you know that's it's a different type of level. I'm a I'm a say this. He's definitely he better not go to L. A. No nah, time soon. Yo, nah, it's <laughs> the ultimate, 
Oh, nah, it's a wrap. That nigga <laughs> better not go to LA no time Whatever too. Whatever shows you had, nigga, cancel those. Yeah, that's not Whatever. it. That's not the move. Yeah, nigga, it's a wrap, bro. Yeah, they took his shit off. They, they, they're banning his music from all the I mean, the, the band is extra. The, yeah, I feel like the band uh, is I low. feel like the band like, was right. is is time sensitivity. It's like people in the moment, which yeah. I'm not mad at it, but right. I think it's an over... His music, his music will be back in those clubs. Yeah, he probably a, could never go back. It's an overreach right yeah, now, right but... Now, yeah, not, yeah, not right this second. He might... Well, I feel like the only way, and money not going to do nothing, what he has to do, more than a public apology, he probably going to have to do some community shit um, to kind of like give him like, to kind of offset what's going on. He needs to do- He got to do some community he shit. He got to, yeah, he got to do some shit. Yeah, he got to do some, yeah, he But has he has to. to specifically do something with black women. Facts. Honestly. It's the only way he really going to come out of this bullshit that he in. Because he's only, he just dug the hole deeper. Cause I I feel like we're getting past the little stage. We're yeah. getting past that that what was it twenty sixteen twenty fifteen freshman class right. of the Kodaks, the little Yachty's, right? Y'all the Uzi's, where out. where them being ignorant was mm. like the new thing, and then right. people was like, "Well, it's the new generation. They just think differently." Niggas getting past all that fuck right. shit, right? Right. And right. niggas is not don't got no time for that. Right. Six nine got arrested, nigga. Like he's he. He might be not getting as much jail time or whatever, but we realize he ain't about it. Little Yachty hasn't had a hit since. Right. <laughs> like, like Uzi fighting with the label because right. he was too stupid to fucking look at his contract right. the right Fact. way, and now he upset. Right. So all that dumb shit they was talking before that right. people thought was cool, right. now it's all biting all of them in if the ass. If y'all really haven't figured out, this is the music Entertainment business. All that entire fresh- all that other shit don't matter. Son. That entire freshman class is fucked up. Right? Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look at it, true. Son. That, that entire freshman true. class is cooked. Which one of them actually doing good right now? Son? Which one of them is popping right now? It's maybe Lil in a pump. good position. Maybe, maybe, maybe Lil, Lil, Lil pump. pump. Yeah, Lil Pump definitely has two records on the radio right now. That's doing very well. And we don't know what his contract looks like. We don't even know what his shit look like. And he got a 360 deal. Oh. He got a 360 deal. Okay. So all of them went in there on some ignorant shit, and being ignorant is cool. You got Kodak doing dumb shit. Kodak just got out of jail. Like, That's what I'm saying. Just like, got out of jail, too. So and it's like- Lilla, he finna go back. <laughs> you finna do some dumb shit. But how do we feel about T.I. stepping in? Somebody came at T.I., and all I'm going to say is this about T.I., T.I. has been on this path, like he said on The Breakfast Club, for a minute. Yeah, he got his hood shit. He got his shit for the girls. He got his shit about, you know, his money and all of that. But T.I., throughout all of his projects, I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm a huge T.I. fan. When King came out years ago, I cut school just to get... Sorry, mom. I cut school just to get that project. <laughs> like, I went to the Best Buy, got on a bus, got it, came back home like nothing didn't happen. I used to do that. Just wait for the album to come out and just get it. Just to be a part of that shit. But anyway, um, T.I. has been talking about issues dealing with black people, black culture, white on black, you know, police brutality. So I don't think it was out of pocket, but I do feel like it could have been somebody else to talk to Kodak. I just feel like the the checking niggas on social media shit is corny. Yeah, yeah it's kind of... That's what Charlamagne was saying. The game, to me, made that shit corny because game used to do that shit all the time. Game yeah, used to tag niggas. It's just... To me, I think Man, about it this way. How you tagging? Me and Flo get into a... a I say some shit on IG that Flo don't like. Now, is Flo going to go on IG and be like, Yo, X, you out of pocket, my nigga. Yo, you wildin'. 
Yo, I'ma slap the shit out of you next time I see you. Nah. Or his flow gonna, gonna hit me you. in a text message like, yo, bro, what's this wild well, shit you got wild, up there? That, that's, the, that's what mature niggas will do. If I see some wild shit I know is addressed towards me or it's addressing a situation or, or addressing a facet that I don't think is comfortable for me, I'm not gonna do an IG live. Yo, <laughs> that shit you talking about right now ain't the wave. <laughs> Like, I would fuck with that. That shit is corny. Yeah. Like, that's clout chasing. That's clout. You you chasing the moment. That's yes. how I I'm feel. I'm going to either call you or text you when I see you next time, bro. That shit you posted on IG last time, it's out of pocket, bro. Just tone that shit down. Yo, yeah. Yo, take that shit off. Like, Facts. Like, like or you talk be... to his OG like, yo, Kodak might not listen to me, but you the, you the OG. That's it right there. Tell him to take that shit down. Cause, Facts. Because that's going to be an issue for him. Facts. That's like, a big fact. If you really trying to check me, yeah. then that's what you're doing. Didn't, 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 what's his name say he called somebody? Because he, he didn't go on social media um, before he started doing it. Uh, Jay Prince. Didn't Jay Prince? Yeah, Jay Prince said he called Drake. Then he said yeah, he called yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, because he knew where it was going. That's so he what was, the yeah. fuck a OG do. Yeah. Nigga, call the youngster. Yeah. Or me, or call him and just like, hey, we got to talk now. Send him a text like X said. Or... Get in contact with somebody close and like, yo, tell that man he need to calm down. I don't like the way it's going. I feel like it's going to affect him personally. He may be put his life in lives in jeopardy Facts. if he goes down this road. It may not end well. Facts. And Jay Prince is a street nigga. You yeah, know I how this like, go. I feel like niggas start chasing. T.I. should have known better. Yeah, you start chasing the moment. Yeah, T.I. should have you- known better. The- the- first of all, this Nipsey shit shouldn't be about this little gremlin nigga saying what At he all. said. And so... Now you give it more life by going on IG instead of going to the nigga directly, and now it's a Ti versus Kodak situation. Right. And you have to know, bro. These niggas are trained, bro. Y'all have to know that this is yeah. So you only going to bring attention. So to you yourself. did this shit on purpose. That's you how got. I feel. You had to. You went on IG because you knew right. that mad people going to be watching this. Your name was going to bring up Matt. Your, your name was going to niggas going to rally behind you like yeah, Ti get right. this nigga like. That's what the reality comes down to. Game knew it. They they all knew it. They they know these things. They do it all the time. They know what the what the outcome of this is gonna be. These niggas aren't stupid. These are games. Especially the game and yeah, they're yeah. veterans in this already. They know like, what time it is. Y'all know what time it is. Definitely know what time. That's it why is. I'm like, I don't put it past it. That's like, yo, Partly some some of y'all is trying to market off this death. Yeah, some 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 people are. Some of y'all are, are taking... Same shit happened with Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson shit... Yo, when Michael Jackson died, the same week, it was posters, they was reselling shit, and it was all over the world. I was like, yo, niggas real... Once you die, pe- pe- people look at people's deaths as a come up. Well, especially in this clout-chasing generation... This clout-chasing generation is insane. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to comment on niggas putting up posters, uh, um, posts of Nips, Nipsey Hustle and stuff, because... I do feel like it affected a lot of people heavily, but I did see an IG. I didn't realize that until like really just like. Oh, man, I did really? see an IG joint the other day where a nigga put up a, a picture of of Nipsey, and then underneath the picture put up, "Yo, yeah, my prices are one seventy five for this service, oh. two fifty for this service." Bro, are y'all niggas dead ass, bro? Nothing oh. is sacred to niggas. No, 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 Like, like niggas is mourning and you putting up a picture and then talk. I think they tried to, it was real nasty. It was like, oh, you know, this is my first painting of so-and-so. 
But if you want my services, though, 125, two, I'm like, yo, my nigga, son, y'all are bugging, son. Right. I would pray that when we get large, niggas is not sitting there thinking about if, if God forbid, one of us passes before our time, oh, all right, yo, them dad hats and bow ties niggas was dope, but... <laughs> 250 250 if you want this pain real quick and then niggas reselling you. reselling the, the, the free tickets from the Staples Center trying to get a, a profit off it yo that oh. shit blew my even when I heard about <laughs> oh, it I was just like they selling these joints? I thought it was, I was free like, nah this has to be for free I, yeah I thought it was free yeah I had to look it up and make sure that shit was free cause I was like yo if Staples Center was selling them shits that would have been, been wild. Staples Center wild, was not bro. selling them. No, they wasn't. But niggas got the free ticket. And was selling them. And tried to resell them. As you know, it's such a big demand. Of course. Fuck niggas. It's a big bro. deal. That's some wild shit. Nigg- niggas is going to be talking about Nipsey for like another, I feel like another two, three months. Going into the summer. Oh, for sure. It's still, it's still a lot of shit we don't know yet. And there's still, and there's a lot of niggas that's- This case is going to be big, though. Oh, now nah, this is going to be a- Yeah. yeah. It's going to die down in a couple if, of weeks. If this shit goes to trial. And then as soon as the tri- trial- Well, he, uh, they pled not guilty. So it was going pled, to trial. They, he Def- pled not guilty. He pled yeah, not he guilty. It's, it's going, going to be trial. public, and it's going to be- it's going That's be, what I'm saying. It's going to be wildly publicized. Bro, we're going to be talking about this in, in into the summer. Trust. Like, this it is might not be into nowhere. 2020. Into 2020. The trial probably won't happen until like- Six months. Yeah. Won't be shit. another six months See for that shit. It's gonna be a, there's going to be a verdict. There's going to be all this extra shit. All these- they won't be, you, know, you know what it is, too? Well, well, what I realize is that the more time niggas give themselves is the more time niggas conspire to make a greater story. So whatever we don't fucking know right now about whatever happened with Nipsey, I guarantee we're going to hear some left field shit from the side that's trying to prove that Eric Holder is not, in fact, guilty. That's going to either try to sway us, who we already have an opinion of who Nipsey was without knowing him through the music and the work he tried to do for black people. It's going to force niggas that's on his side now, force niggas that was at the funeral, force niggas that fuck with Lauren when they hear some shit that they probably don't fuck with six months down the line, it's really going to have niggas like this. Well, we don't know. Because God forbid, God forbid, we hear some shit that be like, wait, Nipsey did that? Nigga, that nigga knew he was going to get clapped. We gonna we might have a different podcast episode six months down the road, and I pray to God that's not the case. I Because you know what these niggas do when they get lawyers, bro. Niggas start doing open, and then the lawyer gotta the lawyer gotta find a way to prove you ain't guilty. Yeah, I I just think that that I might be a, a further reach solely because a lot of Nipsey shit is already on the internet. True, what, but there's a lot of shit we don't know. What I know, I already know what the not the not guilty plea is about. Not guilty plea is about insanity. Right. That's really what. That's the only angle you can go. You can't right. go. You can't go self-defense. Mm. If it was self-defense, they go down that route. Let's find a way to make Nick Nipsey out to be a monster. Right. Let's figure out like some shit he didn't did that we can drug up and then say that he threatened him and he felt um, like his life was in jeopardy. The reason why that shit won't work is because he left and came back. Right. So, so defense is out the question. Only way, the only route they really have open is insanity. insanity. Is and that's still jail time insanity? It's not even yeah. just you get off insanity. It's jail time. He has a history of mental illness, yep. and then he checked himself into a mental illness facility. But to even have the the right state of mind 
to be like, let me go to this mental health facility because this is my the best way for me to plead my case. To me, tells me you weren't insane when you did this shit. You right. was just you angry. Very, very, very conscious of what you're DL Ugly said on his podcast that that dude was like, just like you said, he's like, yo, that dude was angry. Mm-hmm. That dude was mad at himself. He was mad at Nipsey for whatever reason. But most of all, he don't like himself. He was like, why would you kill somebody that you know is doing something positive for the community? And on top of that, you knew that that person, that that you were not only going to affect his life, you was going to affect millions. And on top of that, you just you just took it as whether I go to jail or not, I got to do it. And when I do it, it ain't like, I, it ain't like I'm losing anything. Because I don't think that nigga give a fuck about his life, to be honest. That nigga don't give a nah, fuck. Nah, this might be he the shot, biggest clout chase yeah. of 2019, bro. Yeah, that nigga he don't give a fuck. He shot Nipsey Newing yeah. or expecting he, to be he, shot he, back. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. he did it. He did it on purpose. You, If you watch his movements, he was expecting something to happen. And the fact that nothing happened, he was partly shocked. He wanted to be known as the nigga that killed Nipsey. That's it. Now that that's really I mean, while his booty he's being booty raped in jail. <laughs> I hope you think that way too, nigga. Yeah, right. that, that, they, they play with the booty. Um, <laughs> industry plants. Now this is not Nas X hit number one on the Billboard charts. Now, yeah. Um, after Billy Ray Cyrus got on the joint, somebody. Hmm? Lil Nas? Yeah. yeah. Lil Nas X. There's an article now um, that's saying he not only did he make history, but how people are changing, quote unquote, like the culture, music and shit. He's about to change the, the entire country music scene from just this one thing. I'm just like, damn. Hope them country niggas is ready. Because the same way how we allowed white people to come into hip-hop, oh, nigga, you better believe that nigga about to infiltrate. But that's not by chance either. He has to be... He was put there for a purpose. I don't want to say put there, but he's probably some big exec son or, or nephew. Well, it goes down to this 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 industry plant joint because mm-hmm. there's a lot of niggas now that just popped out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I mean... Doing country? No, just period in oh, the music okay. industry. Okay. Blueface to me is the number one example. Yeah, I don't know how he got. Nobody put on so knew fast. what the fuck a blue face was. I was like, what? And then out of nowhere, you mean to tell me? With I didn't hear. I don't. I didn't hear blue face in September, October, November, December, January, January. We started hearing about that nigga. I want to say the last two Bust months. Bust down, Tatiana. Right. Was what February? Yeah, I want to. And say. it got popular because of the remix. You can't even find an original version like that. But how you even get remixes from Cardi? Nikki. You Nikki. And then Young MA just did her own shit. Now, Killed it, by the way. Now, without, being, without being co-signed by someone so major that they didn't mind doing a favor for them. Because Drake and Nikki had to work to get a fucking Trey Songs, uh, a Trey Songs feature. They had to work to get a Rick Ross feature. And None of that even, even feature. with them. And even a with J. them, they still had Lil Wayne on their side. To exactly. Be like, that's my So artist. you mean to tell me I'm supposed to believe this unknown rapper comes out of nowhere. He can't rap. He like, cannot rap, bro. Like, if you he's not on beat, bro, not one I time his, in the song. I watched bro. the producer make the <laughs> joint. His producer said, you know, you 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 gotta <laughs> have you gotta like you gotta have that taste in music. Cause I I don't like he tried his best to not say he was trash. He was just like, you know what? <laughs> Your palate just got to adjust to it. 
He's like, you know, not everybody used to it, but yeah, he, he works hard. And I was just like, just say he dirt. Just say it. Just <laughs> to be say honest, it. though, some people got to be honest. Some people are not artists. Some people just make music that other people like. And just because the people like it and buy into the brand doesn't mean that that person, to me, is an artist. They may have an ear for, you know, just making, quote unquote, good music. But when I think of an artist... I'm thinking of other things that go into that. Like you are not only creative, but you're also not doing something that to for lack of better words, any one of us could have done in this room. I'm gonna just say like this. Any I watched that interview with Blueface and I got a slight understanding of how he popped off. He was a football star at the high school. Mm-hmm. Right? What 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 was his he was, position? He was quarterback. a quarterback. Oh, okay. okay. He was a quarterback and the team. producer was a running back. They were they were men. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. And he was just like, yo, Blueface, the dude, he was like, yo, he hit me up. He was like, he's a rapper. And he was just like, you're a rapper now? Like, he didn't, he, he was, the producer was like, I didn't know he rapped. Mm-hmm. But apparently he's a rapper. So I was like, bet, that you're my man. Let's get some work done. And then after the song started, like, this this song, Tatiana, was probably like his third or fourth song. It wasn't like he was grinding for mad right, long. Okay. Right. It's just that when he, the song started to pop off and he had like another song before this, he was just like, he would just go to the high school. And perform at the high school, and at the, as time progressed, I guess he he probably get bitches, and the girls like him. So he would be performing, and they would be, he would always have like a crowd of people at his performances. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know how that worked out. I don't believe none of that shit, bro. I'm sorry. I mean, yes, he showed videos. Like he showed no, little videos. I believe that Bobby. He, he probably did that shit. I don't believe that's how the shit got to be a so. number one hip hop. You you don't become Fuck a number me. one single by chance. Like you see Bobby Schmurder, Bobby Schmurder shit, and you're like, oh, that song took off. But then you're just like, well, how did it take off? That's what Niggas I'm saying. Niggas had to see it trending, and just like it's about to blow up. We're going to pump 50 grand into this. Like, it doesn't happen. Nothing happens by chance. Listen, Bobby Schmurter was still even in the realm of like the, oh, shit can naturally go viral. We're, we're getting to this spot where it's like, all right, put some money into that. Like, the, yeah, these yeah. viral situations are now becoming put some money into that. Yeah. True. And so, True. Blueface to me, to me is an industry plant because it's like, he came out of nowhere, and then just like that, everybody associated themselves to that song. There's a couple of other niggas, too, where it's just like, where'd y'all niggas come from? And how y'all popular just like that? You telling me there's no grind? Nah, the industry is is pumping you to be Somebody. whatever. And Blueface, to me, is just the best example because he had... I'm not going to say he has no talent, but his rapping capability is just not... Even up to par. He's a to new make... age Trinidad James, bro. Yeah, like, appeared. And... But even Trinidad James is on beat. Like I listen yeah, to Blueface shit, and I'm like, how do niggas listen to this shit? Like it's the only part of the song that's hit. Is that it? That verse, you do that right. The whole beat is the whole beat is. He not riding the beat at My any daddy point. My said, hold on like hoes. And the, 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 uh, nigga came off the beat. <laughs> nigga took That's the condom off, put it bro, back on. Bro, he came off the whole beat. The nigga didn't he even try to flow, bro. From King of the Hill. That's what the nigga 
<laughs> it sound like <laughs> it sound like the nigga from King of the Hill, bro. What is he rhyming to, bro? Like, how do you get like you? You know, as a rapper, you pick a particular part of the beat right. and you ride the yeah. beat. Oh, he on the claps. Oh, he in the claps. At least <laughs> he on the drums. Oh snap! He can't, he. He ain't on point, but he riding that motherfucker. Nah, this nigga to beat his hair, and he's on. Right. As a mix engineer, I would be yo. I, that's the type of shit I would get as a mix engineer. I'll be like, the fuck is this? <laughs> Nick, what I'm you gonna, want I gotta me? get my phone. You so, know what? We gotta uh, actually take you off the record. Hey, be like so. Um, you trying to sell I'm, this record? I'm, I'm not. Did you record this wrong? Like, um, hey, yo, I think the files I got think the files got fucked up. Because I don't think I don't know, bro. Like, you gotta let me know. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna play this, for you right now. Is, <laughs> is this it? Is this it? You sure? You, uh, bro, nah, nah. Hit the engineer from the studio and ask him if it's supposed to be like this. Because that nigga was just offbeat. The whole song, son. And then Cardi get on me like, that's how it was supposed to Oh, sound. that's lit? Oh, that's lit? I'm jumping on that? That don't make no sense to me, bro. That and they, and they fighting for it? Like, that's what I'm saying. And your you got two of the... team is just like, you get Nicki Minaj on it. You get Cardi B on it. And then Young May came out of you fucking nowhere. You get all these people on the record, and you're just like, who we putting on the... Who, who you, nigga? Yeah. Who is you? Where you get this money from? And then the nigga talking about there's gonna be a part two. What? How? So how what? you getting these niggas on the record? And then how's there a part two to how this can shit? You afford Cardi B and Nicki Minaj? How can you afford a hundred thousand dollars in verses? How? Yeah. Wow. How? Because these these hoes ain't for free. Yeah. The cheaper right. the so cheapest how? person is probably Young M.A. And I mean Nicki probably did the shit for free because yeah. she. She just hopped on it. Yeah, yeah. She said she just ah, hopped yeah, on yeah, it. Bro, Nicki Minaj didn't even happen on a Drake song. Somebody bro. gave her a bad. Just a right. blue fucking face. A blue face. All right, my nigga. If that's what y'all want me to believe. Whatever works for y'all. Like, tell, your, tell, your, tell your label boss he's spending bread. Yeah, facts. Yeah, they trying to make this nigga pop. Like, trying to, son. Like they, so, these silly ass kids. All you got to do is some silly dance now, bro. I'm going to put all this on this Twinkle Man. <laughs> and then... Watch them dance to it. Son. So my question now is, is this really the new way of doing old tactics? Because what they would, what the label would do before is uh-huh. find a talent. The person actually had to be talented though, and they'd be like, "Yo, we're gonna invest in you and turn you into a star." Now they just finding niggas that are viral or finding niggas that might got a little bit of a following and pumping money and be like, "You gonna make you to, into a See, star?" The problem is, bro, and I I, I learned this. I think all of us are vaguely aware of it or already understand it already. But what I learned was if I introduce you to an artist and when I introduce you to that artist, all of your content is popping already. Whether it be bought, whether it be orchestrated that way, it doesn't even matter. Like Meg Thee Stallion is not an industry player. No, that's, that's... She's a new act that has been grinding. Slowly grinding. You see the numbers growing up. You watch right. it. But if I introduce you to a new artist and I'm just like, yo, this artist is popping. And I introduce they got one million followers. You go on their Spotify, they got 500,000 listeners. You go on their Apple Music, they got 500,000 listeners. Go on their Facebook, they got 500,000 followers. Everything seems to be going great. Right. So when I introduce you to that person, they seem like they're popping already. Mm. So you're already fascinated. You're already inclined to believe 
that they're going to be making big moves. Mm-hmm. It's easier to present that for someone mm-hmm. than to present someone and be like, yo, this person is popping, but they only got 10,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Or they're just getting it going. One of the most organic ways, if you've seen an artist pop, I will always say it is Jadena. Mm-hmm. I watch Classic Man grow from nothing to something mm-hmm. in a steady time frame. You see the numbers went up every motherfucking week. Right. Not these new artists where, I, where you see them bust, then you go on their Instagram and you're just like, how this nigga got three million followers? Shit, right. don't, it shit don't add up. Like the other day, I ain't going to say no names. I can't even really give too much detail, but long story short, I did something a few weeks ago and I'm looking at the platform that I did it on and I'm like, when did 2,000 followers go to 20,000 20, followers in the span of two weeks? Mm-hmm. And the amount of posts that was on the page, yo, those were not the amount of posts that I saw. So I'm trying to figure out, did somebody did somebody take the phone and put the shit on <laughs> airplane mode, upload shit, put the Wi-Fi on, had shit uploaded, and then took it off? Uh, took it off airplane mode, allowed shit to go up, and then bought the followers or had another page that was similar and then just converted it over to that page. Nah, what happened was... Because, nigga, I, I showed it to you. Too. I was like, there's the no only, way. The only way that makes sense is if they bought a page. I could, bro, I couldn't believe so it. So there was another page. You could buy yeah, a page. Yeah, I know. So someone sold them a page. Like, yo, I got 20K on here already. Right. I got all these photos. Give me a thousand. We Gucci. Yeah, by the page. Right. Now it's it's your page. That's the only way that that amount of posts would boost in that amount of time. That's possible. If you own, let's say, Distinguish the God is your page. Yeah. And my page has 30K followers on it. I could sell you that account. You delete your old account. Right. And your name is still available. Distinguish the God. Right. If you create it back instantly. Right. You just create, you just recreate by distinguishing God right. again and attach it to that page. That's wild. Rename the page as distinguished God. Now, when you go on at distinguish the God, it will take you to this new account because the new your name is now attached to that new account. Yeah, give me the password to that account. I sign in. I switch your name. Put my name. That's it. Now it's my account. Now it's my account. That's that's people do that all the time. People will grow a page for you. They will grow it for you already. Or people will have a page. They done with Instagram. Yo, take this shit. That happens True. all the time, though. A lot of inst- a lot of popping artists, actors, mm-hmm. do that all the time. And it's possible, especially if you got a label behind you. You got 10,000 10, followers. You go on some artist or some nigga, some, some dude that mm-hmm. rebuilt his following. Yeah, I'm going to give you five grand for your page. Well, the way, the, the way I've wild. seen it happen is niggas will hack pages. So niggas will hack popular pages. And take them shits. Mm. So, unfortunately, that happened to someone we know where nigga was at like 15K and a nigga was like, all right, that, that's my 15K now. <laughs> we that shit is grimy, bro. That's the ultimate and grimy shit. Um, imagine building a page. Somebody asked me the other day. Yes. You, you still fuck with him? I was like, yeah. No, you don't, nigga. I was like, damn. That's why. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> to my face. So uh, <laughs> we have a measles outbreak in, in, in Brooklyn. Yeah, I, nigga, I was like, bro. I saw, I saw the joint, son. And I know I know who lives in them zip codes. <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all wild for that. Y'all wild. You know, like, <laughs> that nigga t- 
Why well, can't be doing that to these kids? I have a little kid. Half, thank God it ain't my zip code because ain't none of them know no, those type of people in my I'm zip code. I'm watching this shit on the news and I'm seeing shit on Facebook and I'm just like, first and foremost, conspiracy and not, nigga, I do not trust the vaccine. I'm sorry. I don't trust. You ain't trusted before, nigga. Right. You gotta trust it now, nigga. Yeah. It's, it's been proven. <laughs> right. Y'all this, niggas don't take listen, certain disease. Here, certain shit popping. I don't here's trust what, the vaccine, bro. Well, here's what I gotta say about the vaccine. This is why. Let's the, go it, back to the roots, please. Well, well, let's go back to the roots. <laughs> right. Outbreak of some malaria or some dengue or some shit happened. Listen, what and, I think people don't understand is it's so easy to attach a conspiracy to things. Because that's how our mind works. But niggas have been doing vaccines since like late 1800s. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. I'm sure. There, there, there was, for a reason. There was, they, they, there was no government conspiracy in the late 1800s yeah, for there was, controlling there the population. There was 100,000 niggas dying <laughs> off this disease. <laughs> exactly. And a nigga created a vaccine out of necessity to save his family and his they friends. They didn't even know that that was going to work. Somehow they found by putting uh, not, not alive mm. versions of a virus into your bloodstream, into it would allow your body to create some type of antibody so that it would not be produced in the future or so that whatever is out there would not affect you. How are we in 2019, though, when niggas is, niggas is dying from measles? In 2019, look how people want to get on Because measles is, is a very deadly and very contagious very, virus. Very, bro. And so when niggas decided we're not taking vaccinations anymore because of conspiracy. Now, I get it. I get it. In 2019, is it possible that people could put things in vaccinations? Absolutely. It's possible. But there's no benefit to that. Bro, there's really a difference between truly. not getting a fucking flu shot and not getting a vaccine well, yeah, for a deadly flu, disease. Flu shot is different. There's a, there's a big, big, big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flu shot definitely different. A flu shot and a fucking your vaccine that they inject into your infant. So that as they get older, they develop antibodies for a fucking... Deadly ass disease that now could right. actually create a fucking epidemic. Yeah. That shit is silly <laughs> hey. to me, bro. Yeah, that's that's a, that's why these conspiracy shits be going right. left sometimes, bro. Because it's one, if you look, look back, then you realize, all right, now yeah, has the government done wild shit where they injected other shit in into people? Yeah. Yeah. But- we got we got clones running around. Here. <laughs> bro, I heard right. someone tell me, oh, but if you go back to the 1200s. Niggas were dying of. Yes, they was. Yes, they fucking was. Don't tell me that shit. The minute we start to eat animals, nigga, and you start to shoot some, chop up some cow that was eating shit on so, the ground, yeah, nigga, over. we start to get shit we ain't supposed to have. Facts. Bublonic plague. Once we bring in some a new form of substance into our body that our bodies aren't supposed to be taking in, you bring in new bacteria. It happens. We can, and we live in an era where there's. So many types of bacteria out there. That's insane. We rub our hand. Nigga, if you rub your hand on the rail going down the subway and lick your hand afterwards, you <laughs> might die. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. The body could have there's too many, there's too many different contingencies out there, nah, bro. So right. just give your kids the fucking vaccine. Don't bring that shit around my kid who's bro, trying to live the, his best test life. Test the shit yourself. 
If it's that big, go get like, measles, my nigga. Hey, the uh, thing nah, is, I'm gonna see you later. The thing is, too, the the shit that it may not be much, but the shit that just makes niggas on the edge. Nigga, I was reading today, nigga. There's kids who died from the vaccination. Yeah, I'm because like, the vaccination wow. is a form. But how many niggas is going to die of the vaccination? Oh, yeah, well, well, that's what Versus I'm saying. Versus a pandemic breaking out on your block, your skid, your kid, your your child goes to this school. And the whole school got it. That's wild. And now three niggas pops up with measles. Measles, measles spread fast. Yeah, it's a very deadly. A that's very how it almost took us out. Me, there are certain diseases that almost took out the human the race, race, which yeah. is why niggas are like, oh no, nah, we need to do something about this. <laughs> measles, measles is one of them. Polio. HIV. Polio. Niggas was dying off that. Yeah, polio oh, yeah, was yeah, cooking polio niggas. To this day. Yeah, true. HIV, but you know, it's a conspiracy on this. Yeah, so there's no vaccine. Well, they're almost there. But. Now they're almost there, but HIV the pro- for AIDS. But okay. but the problem the problem with that though is that they're finding new ways because niggas is living longer with that. There's less niggas what dying from that. But the problem is the pharmaceutical, they're trying to find a way to let niggas that don't have it still use you know something to prevent with, it. With HIV and measles? HIV is voluntary. Measles is not. And voluntary, I mean, you have to get yourself involved in that. In a situation, right, yeah. Catch it. Whether it be through a substance, right, whether it or be sexually, sexually right. Blood. The only way it'll yeah. be involuntary is that one, for some reason, God forsake, some nigga running to you that one day and blood get into your mind. You happen to have a fucking gingivitis or some right. shit. Blood o- open sore, right? Open it's sore. Yeah, it's and that it's like too many factors for that to happen. Yeah, yeah. A cat with measles, you walk past him. <laughs> you got measles. That's wild. There doesn't have to be no saliva transfer, no bodily fluid transfer. That person has he's like chicken box. Yeah, that's a deadly aversion of chicken. Yeah, box. yeah. yeah. I was yeah. I, that, what's crazy is measles got me thinking about because people used to die a lot from chicken pox. I actually, I want to say a few years ago somebody died from chicken pox. You, you have chicken pox as a grown ass man and come yeah. back and have this conversation again. Chicken, and I bet you would change your opinion on that shit. Chicken pox as a grown person is crazy. crazy. And these these some of these diseases, thank God, I've never had none of them. You never had chicken pox? Nah. You probably had chicken pox before, bro. They would purposely put you in a room to get chicken pox yeah, as, as, a, as a child. Yeah, it's better to have it as a child. You don't want chicken pox as a grown ass man. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Because it's it's one of those diseases that if you have it young, your body it it's just itchy. Okay. Yeah. You can't it, have chicken pox twice. Yeah. It's your body builds an antibody for it. Yeah. It's not likely that you have it. Mm. I so, had chicken pox when I was eight. Yeah, I had I think I had chicken pox when I was a kid. When I was, was young. Okay. But they purposely once one kid gets chicken pox, everybody gets chicken pox. Yeah, they're bro. like, all right, put all you little niggas in there. When oh, I got chicken pox, son, when I, when I caught chicken pox, because everything on my <laughs> block had it, bro. It was inevitable. Oh, sure. I had to catch it. Nah, they would purposely, they'd be like, ah, they so-and-so caught chicken pox. All right, all y'all going to class, me. get chicken pox. Yep. Get mm-hmm. it out the way. I never all heard All y'all niggas out for two weeks. Come back, y'all niggas is fresh. <laughs> Sick, bro. Y'all are good. Y'all are good. I think they have like a a, a vaccine or something now. Yeah, chicken vaccine, pox is yeah. chicken, but when they I not. Was up, there was no vaccine. You nah. Get corn water. Corn water. They put the corn in the water and they soak it. You gotta put it on your skin. Chamomile lotion. You gotta drink some shit because you, you can't eat shit. Your tonsils are all. It's the worst shit. You don't want it as a grown right. man. That was yeah. all I'm gonna say. I have vivid memories of chicken pox. <laughs> I would not want that shit as a grown man. 
Yeah, son. But I don't know. Listen, I get I get the conspiracy. I get it because of like the idea of, of someone being able to put something in a vaccine now is very evident. Yeah, you, that could happen. But it's something that's given to the masses. The rich niggas that fucking you think rule the world have to get these vaccines. <laughs> like, that's the difference. Right. That's where it doesn't make sense. Where it's like... Y'all think so far outside the motherfucking box that y'all not thinking about the reality of the situation. These same rich niggas that control everything would have to get the same vaccine. And I would just be like, I'm good. If I go and talk to my grandparents, or if I talk to my parents, they're good. They had the same vaccine. Yeah. So I'm going to be like, these people who live 80, 90 years along, they got the vaccine. They put in ADHD and, and and homosexuality and vaccines. Man, if you don't get the fuck up out of here with this fucking bullshit, dog. Because you give them too much candy, nigga. Like, I, I, I really can't stand niggas, man. That's the thing. People people say things, bro, but kids are kids, bro. Like, you, you I don't know, son. I, I just feel like when I read that joint, I was just like, that is crazy. Because we live in a highly densely populated place. Mm. And a disease like that getting out of control. Oh yeah, bro? it's a rat, bro. Brooklyn, not good. Brooklyn, New York is done. You see what they did there, bro? That's a, that's a, that's not a likely thing, son. For them to put that out in the public, bro, that's serious. That's some real serious shit. Because honestly, they're going to get fought against that. It's going to be mandatory. It's going to go against their will. Because it's putting other people in danger. True. That's not good. I don't. I don't. I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not comfortable with that. That shit, I read it, Tiff showed it to me, and I was just like, that's the type of shit you got to fight niggas for. <laughs> that's a fight nigga moment. That, yo, my son comes home with chicken pox, and I know he got it from Johnny. I'm going to fight Johnny's dad. <laughs> I'm fighting his dad. You would know. And I would be in jail. LMA versus Jacquees. Who we got? What exactly happened now? I thought they didn't have beef. Oh, no, nah, they definitely had beef. Um, so, all right. So as we know, Jacquees has had stole her song. Yeah, and he got what? stupid famous off of it, even though he was already out. And it was an issue back then because he tried to monetize it. Right, that's where he went. Yeah, wrong. made the video and shit. So yeah. I remember cutting his ass about that. Facts, we definitely cut his ass on that. Now, fast forward to now, mm-hmm. Tory Lanez brought him out for um, a concert, and and he did the record. They asked him to do the record. <sighs> Tory Lanez asked him to do the record. Damn. He said he didn't want to do the record. Oh. So he did he does the record for Tory right. and the crowd. Because the they were in London. And the crowd goes crazy. Crowd goes crazy. LMA gets on Twitter. Damn. Son. And is like, oh, it must be a shame when you gotta go and do other people's songs just because nobody knows any of yours. Poor That's baby. Crazy. <laughs> Yo. So now Jacquees got to play a fine line because apparently him and Mustard had a talk. Yeah. So they Mustard did. is allowing him to use the song now. Oh, shit. Oh. So on Twitter, he was like, Mustard yo. Mustard getting some points now. Me and Mustard, me and Mustard worked that out already. And to be honest, I didn't even want to do the song. So, like, they had a back and forth. Then Dreezy, which I didn't know was dating Jacquees, jumps in. And Dreezy is like, he ain't even want to do your stupid song. Like, 
I'm just tripping. <laughs> I didn't sip. Yeah, that's the biggest hit you had, bro. Damn, Dreezy came so, for the head. So where we at with this? Like, is Ella Ella right, or is Jacquees hitting it? Like, to be honest, right now though, who listen to Jacquees project? All right, so yeah, he had a, he had a, he had a single on that's the radio that they're playing on Sirius XM a lot. Jacquees, I think has a great potential to be a great talent. I don't think Jacquees is one of the better R&B singers that we have or have had in a long time. I feel like there's tons of other singers that sing way better than him and singers that potentially can make better music. We have Jeremiah who I haven't listened to a full Jeremiah project, but Jeremiah has hits. He has hits by himself. He has hits with other people. Jacquees' track record, Jacquees has more songs by himself than he has with other niggas. Why? Because they know we'd rather call Trigger, Jeremiah, Chris Brown to this day. We'll call those niggas for hooks. We may even get Usher to come out of it, do a little hook here and there. Usher would probably do it. Jacquees, furthest nigga from my fucking radar. <laughs> Not going to use it. And a nigga already saying that he can't arm beat the fuck up out of here, nigga. Yeah. In get terms the of the fuck. new niggas? It's a thin line, right? It's a thin line. I mean... I, I do feel like Ella Wallen... I feel like Ella's kind of wilding because Ella feeling herself. Now she's like, damn, like, this nigga still... Yeah, like, this is my wilding. record, nigga. She had to go Ella that hard. If, if she already knows it. If she if Mustard already yeah, if talked she to knows, her... If she knows it, yeah, she wilding. And Mustard was just like, yo, I had a conversation with Jacquees. He's going to give both of us some points because he right. wrote the record. Right. And you're singing over... He's definitely sampling her lyrics. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's just changing how he's doing beat. it. Right. So we both getting paid off of it. We taking eighty five percent of his publishing. Clean. Let him eat off of yeah, it. Yeah, relax. We're going to eat off of it. So she would be wilding if she knows this, and she's still putting them on Front Street. Unless it's all a part of a publicity stunt. I feel like she has to records. know because this shit been months ago. It's been months ago. It's her record. The record. She's getting points the record's off of old. It. The album came out. You made you 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 made your point. She you has got to it. know. She has to know. She has and to know. And Ella May has been having a great fucking year. Like, at the end of last year, who put out one of the most critically acclaimed best albums? Meek fucking Mill, nigga. Championships. Hard record. She got a record with the nigga that plays every fucking day on the radio. She got the other record, Shot Clock, that plays every fucking day on the radio. Niggas ain't even playing the other shit no more. We playing other shit in the album now. It's time to move the fuck on. But just like you said, if she know for a fact... That this nigga had a conversation with Mustard. Bitch, you grimy, son. Kevin Hoffa, you grimy. Like the yeah, fuck. Just keep it pushing. That nigga eat the fuck. Oh, we know? didn't we didn't talk Shit. about we didn't put Kevin on here, but Yeah, what happened with Kevin now? Kevin did an interview with Joe Tiffany Rogan. Tiffany is actually the one that's in fucking trouble right now. Tiffany had it. I don't even know what she yeah, did. She got some shit going on. We gotta pray for her. What'd she do? Basically, she um she made a video and was like, she cries every fucking day. Because um She's trying to figure it out. I feel like personally, the success, she don't really it, the shit in her all type of nah, funny way. The shit hit her too quick, bro. Yeah, because the show I didn't even know that show was so successful. I watched it. With it, the OG shit? It is it, oh, it, it OG, is funny. OG is actually mad funny. I'm like, bro. Tracy Morgan has OG's made a crazy mad. comeback. The last yeah. OG's mad nah, funny. I, I, I do watch it. You gotta watch the uncensored version. Oh. Not the one on TV as the, yeah, the uncensored version. TV version? wasn't hitting me. Oh, oh, oh that, so the uncensored version is where it's at. Oh, but no. I, I that's feel just like mad with, funny. with Tiffany. Nah, she can't handle it. It's a lot going on with she can't handle it. It hit too. To me, what showed me that was that failed stand up. The failed mm. stand up told me that the, the fame hit her too quickly. She's not ready. I don't even think it's the fame. 
I'm gonna be brutally honest, and I, I like Tiffany. I don't Hatch. think that's the money either, cause she getting money. I think Tiffany Haddish is funny. That's what I mean. Though. I, I just don't think she's as talented as people think exactly. she is. That's mm. what I think. I don't think people gave her enough time to, to adjust to it. Act that, and to actually assess how funny or or how much of a talent she actually was. Mm-hmm. I think she had her her funny moment on the girls' trip. Right, girls' Which, trip blew up. With, for, right. She's not a stand-up comic. No. It's like Will, Will Smith said it best. Will Smith says, I'm an actor. I'm a comedic actor. I'm not a stand-up comic. Right, because well, Will Smith Tiff, never did comedy. Well, Tiff was doing comedy before. Right, yeah. But we don't know her for comedy. We know her for acting. We know her from fucking Girls Trip. Right. And being mad funny on that. Right. And instead of niggas giving her time to like kind of grow up there, and that's the problem with this generation of, of entertainment. Is niggas is just so quick to throw somebody in the limelight that they don't really assess what they're actually good at. Right. And I think with Tiff, that's what happened. Cause I saw it from jump. I was like, yo, she's good in girls trip, but they making her do these big stand-ups. I haven't really we never heard of a Tiffany Haddish stand-up before. So it's it doesn't surprise me that the shit I don't failed. Think she's a, I don't think she's a good stand-up comic. Just Hilarious is funnier than her. And Just Hilarious is not even an actress, but she's in a TV show and a movie coming out soon. Where... I've seen her. She's done a few stand-ups too. Like, not like, like pro stand-up, but like on little videos and what right. I've seen like on YouTube. She's not that funny of a stand-up person. Either. She's not a funny stand-up comic. And I either. think it's easier to to transition from being uh, Instagram a good hit different a good stand-up comic to decent actor than it is to be a good actor, actor to a decent, decent stand-up. stand-up. That's a hundred percent. Even though even though she was doing stand-up, Tiffany was doing stand-up before. It probably was decent. It probably was like <laughs> right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And then now you're on this stage where niggas is expecting you to give them a Kevin Hart, a fucking Richard Pryor, right. to give them a, a Chris Rock. Right. And you was always just she a was decent... She never a headliner. Right. difference. Yeah. She was, you go to the comedy club and she's the third act up. And you're just like, okay, she might be opening up for, you know, someone else. Some she's other... not Simone. <laughs> yeah, Simone. Simone yeah. and them are like headlining stand-up. Yeah, she's right. Com- comedians. She's, she's not a major hype who has headline shows. Headline shows, true. Big shows. Those are those are their stand. And I think she doesn't she doesn't know what genre of comedy she's really in. Yeah, because you know every every comic has their lane. She don't want to get niched. She don't want to get niched. Like if you watch like, like even in that movie with fucking Kevin Hart, she Night wasn't School. That funny, bro. I ain't even seen Night School. I didn't see Either, but I the shit looks trash. I watched a stand. I watched Ellen DeGeneres stand up comedy the other oh, day. Ellen the is show she had on, fucking hilarious. On she had a special on Netflix, and I was old. And that was yeah. it was an older yeah, show. It was she old, did. Yeah, it was old. It was old back in the day. Yeah. No, no, no. She, had, she no, did a recent a new one. one. She oh, did a new, 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 new one. Yeah, like recently, like twenty eighteen. Oh, recently. And Ellen's wife is bad too. And okay, it wasn't hilarious. Not for me, but you know that. It, but I know it's funny for some for, for other people. Another author. Right. There was another couple parts I was just like, yeah, "That's mad funny," but it wasn't <laughs> like you know. It's just, right. but that's kind of funny. It yeah, wasn't. Like I, it wasn't Richard Pryor. It wasn't well, Eddie us black Murphy. People have a different type yeah. of comedic sense. True. You know what I, mean? I feel like our jokes too are a bit darker. I feel like white people jokes is not as dark. It's I, light. Like her yeah. whole comedy special was just her adjusting to yeah. having too much money. Right. Like. That was it. And it was hilarious because at the same time, she's just like, I'm rich now. I don't got to do poor people shit. Right. So you I'm found it funny. Done. 
You feel me? Because you, you're rich. You're worth right. four hundred million dollars. Right. You don't Peanut have butter and jelly style. sandwich. What, right. what is that? But I'm doing that. Now. Like I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna have this cigar in my library right now. Right. Like, like it's funny, funny things, like humorous things. You I'm gonna take me? off for the next year. Yeah, and just not do nothing and not do nothing, but still get paid endorsements yeah. here and there. Host yeah. this, host that. You know, so I think. Everybody, I don't think Tiffany Haddish has a, uh, uh, her lane in comedy. There was no adjustment period, and I don't even think any rushed. anybody expected for her to blow up the way she I did. I want to hear ratchet comedy, bro. But I don't want to hear ratchet girl That comedy. ratchet era is, is phasing out slowly. It's just not cute. It's cool for a little punchline here and there. Uh, bust down Tatiana is over by the summer. Of ratchet comedy? Like... Dave Chappelle said it best. Dave Chappelle said, to be a brilliant comic, you have to know... Yo, Dave, Dave is... He's one of those other people. He does humorous comedy, but in a way that it seems nonchalant. Mm-hmm. Like, with Kevin Hart, it's a bit more, an, it's a bit more animated. animated yeah. right. Way but, more animated. But Dave Chappelle is just calm. He's telling the joke. And you just know the punchline is coming. With Tiff, I watched that Tiffany Haddish show. I was just like, this is kind of painful. Mm. It's not... After like the first five minutes, I'm just like, do I really want to continue watching this this ratchet black chick be mm. silly on stage? Right. Mm. You're not. A, you don't have to be a comedic actor. We know you're. You know, I mean, you don't have to be an animated comedic. We know you're animated. Just chill. Tell the joke. All right. And then make your punchline animated enough that it seems funny. All right. She don't know her lane. She don't know her lane yet. She don't know her lane. Somebody talked her into doing that stand-up comedy. He was like, yo, that's the next thing for you to do. Um, do a nice do do a nice special. And that's gonna boost your 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 comedic standing. Yeah. And then the next the next do do the Kevin Hart. That's what they told her. That's do the Kevin Hart. This is why now up. I look back and I'm just like, the industry really owe Monique an apology. Monique, is, Monique, Monique is, is so fucking funny with just the part. And I've seen Monique do a, a comedy stand-up. Boy, she nah, fuck, she throws the fuck down, comedy, boy. Nah, Monique, you know what Monique... She fucking throws Monique's down. Monique's issue was what... Monique's issue was all behind the scenes. Yeah, it was, yeah. I don't... It was I mean, behind I, the scenes shit. They claim she's blackballed. I don't know if she's blackballed, but I whatever. I think she's blackballed, bro. Whatever. Blackballed herself. Yeah, but whatever... The, just seeing how she is in interviews... Even seeing how she was was going back and forth with Charlemagne, I could tell that if she don't get her way, she's a nasty person. Like, even with the whole Leonard, Yo, like why you why you using my name like annoying, that? And son. you on my platform, and you know that I call myself me. See the God, Charlemagne the God. Yeah, the whole interview. Well, Leonard, let me tell you something. And and Charlemagne wasn't even being. Charlemagne didn't even say, "Don't call me that." That that's his government anyway. He, he wasn't was, even being rude to her. Nah, he wasn't. He was just like, "Okay, well, you didn't you didn't think that you deserved donkey today? Just tell me why." Well, Leonard, see, this is what. And then she went into the whole, "You don't value black women." Yeah. So now, how you go from you don't like the fact that I gave you donkey today. So now I don't value my black queens. No, I can't just not agree with what she you was, said. She wasn't even calling DJ Envy Envy. She was like, my young brother. I was like, yo, so my young sister. I'm like, damn. That bro, to that? me tells me you're not trying to really see my side nah, of the story. No. You just out here trying to prove a point and you get nasty. You trying to shut me down on my own platform. Yeah. And I, so I could see her getting mm. into a back and forth with Lee Daniels. Yo, I could see her getting into a back and forth with Oprah and Oprah <laughs> being like, oh. All right, say that. 
<laughs> if that's how you feel, Monique, no problem. Oprah, yeah, say that. Oh, Oprah kind of canceled though. She, she kind of. Yeah, Oprah not in the. In, uh, she kind of. <laughs> she, she's not in my good graces. These right women now. right now, man. I don't know no more, kid. She's not. But Kevin Hart was saying on Joe Rogan's show, right? How it's not popular. Oh, I was watching that interview. Yeah, yeah. it's not popular to um, like things now. Right. No. It's, yeah, he was saying. He was. He was saying. He was saying. It's not cool to be positive. Yeah. Right. And I was like, wow. I don't know if I agree with that sentiment so much. Right. But he's like, people I, like the bullshit. I hear what I hear what he's saying. Contrarian, people think, and I say it all the time, people think saying the most salacious thing is gonna make them the next YouTube right. or Instagram star, getting in front of a camera, getting in front of a phone, and being like, Oh, y'all like that? That shit trash. Let me tell you why it's trash. Is going to propel them to stardom and i think that shit is so corny it's like niggas just try to find a reason not to like something and it's like yo if this piece of art is out here and you don't like it move on why do you have to leave a nasty comment or try and downplay this individual if you're leaving constructive criticism that's different but niggas a lot of times i think just try to downplay a nigga just to make it seem like Oh, everybody else like that? Nah, I don't like it. Right. It's trash. Right. I There's some people that might not like some shit, but I think people wait, into, wait to see, like, for instance, us. There are niggas that haven't seen us that just don't like it. Facts. That's true. That's a fact. I saw somebody write a status. I ain't watching that stupid shit. I was like, damn. And it's like, man. Damn. Now, granted, it's getting mixed reviews. Some people like it, some, yeah, people, some people don't. Some people don't, right. I, I'm, I'm not here to, to say that everybody's supposed to like it or, or not like it. Right. But, but people be like, but people be don't, people don't like it because they don't understand it. And, to, and, and the clout chase. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people just went into it expecting the wrong thing. Yeah. True. And a lot of people say they don't like it just so people, why? what you mean you don't like it? And now we got a, a 50 comment debate on Facebook and I feel some type of way. Because I'm I'm getting traction on my Facebook. Niggas getting they feeling. Yo, niggas is corny, bro. I I can't deal with this corny fucking generation, dog. Dwayne Wade is is out of b-ball. Yo, um, Dwayne Wade, man. I Get feel. Thing. I feel like it's so crazy. I I see people write shit like Dwayne Wade is my favorite player. I literally remember in high school, I used to call one of my one of my friends I used to play basketball with from time to time. Dwayne Wade, like niggas used to go home and just study how. Dwayne Wade played it, and I feel like Dwayne Wade is one of them players. He never switched up, like who we, who we, who we was from who he is now. He was never like you never heard him in no drama except for his baby mama shit, which I, I feel like came towards the end of his basketball career. But no issues. You never heard the nigga sprung out on drugs. No wild shit. He just kind of did his job. Yeah, a lot of niggas come in the game and we, they don't do their job. These niggas get caught up in a whole bunch of shit. You know what I mean? Then niggas is either in jail, niggas get kicked out, or niggas go to Japan and play ball. Well, even the whole Miami situation that, when that was wild. When he brought when he brought LeBron James. That was over, a big issue. Like you gotta yeah. you gotta think about what type of man he is where it's like, all right, I'm a ca- I'm the captain of this team. Right. First, yeah, I'ma still be captain of this team. Right. Second year, I'm gonna bring it, I'm gonna let you take over. Right. Like you used to being the captain for what was it eight years prior? Yeah, and then you like bought a nigga on to help get more rings. What yo, up? 
I know you better than me. I get, d- yeah. By far. I know I know that you're the one who has to lead this You team. are LeBron James. There's only one of you. And in order for this team to get the rings, I already got a ring. Right. Yeah. But I'm going to help you get your rings. Right, Max. right. And I'm going to take the pressure off of you because niggas not going to only look at you as the only option. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to do this for us. And I know at the end of it, people are going to start talking about you the leader, you the, you the, you the one who carries the team, mm-hmm. you this, you that. And I'm going to just be okay with that. Like that takes a lot. I don't know if everybody's built for that. Nah, nah, I mean he he made a strategic decision. I mean Dwayne Wade has always been a cool cat to me. I've liked Very him cool. ever since two thousand and five. True. And then when they, they, went the, they went the chip in six mm-hmm. with Shaq. That was a fun time. That was the first time niggas really oh this nigga Dwayne Wade is actually nice. Yeah. And since then he's been doing his thing. And then Braun Braun went there in what twenty ten I think. Yeah. So they got some rings, did some got, damage. They did, they, 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 they did two chips. Yeah, got their two chips. Yeah. You feel I me? Mean? Then, then Bron Bron left, and you know Wade still did his thing. I think you know at the end of the day he had a great career, Facts. and he was a great player. Always very theatrical on the court, always throwing himself somewhere. <laughs> that nigga was always on the floors, man. I ain't seen another <laughs> nigga on the floor more than Dwayne Wade yet. <laughs> That nigga will spring up into action and boom da pom 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 on the floor. Facts. From the from the from the free throw right. I don't know how he did it. But kudos to Dwayne Wade, man. He had a great career. Right. Well respected basketball player. Right. Kobe and Bryant said, Welcome to the Rock and Chair Club. <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know what's next for him, but Yeah, I was about to say, to be honest, I don't know much about D Wade outside of that. I learned a few things about him in Gabriel Gabriel Union's book. We're gonna need some more wine. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, he's um, he he he's a very loyal person. Like, I know his sons are killing. Yeah, They're basketball oh, yeah, players. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah she sons. talks about them a lot in the book. She talks about her uh, his sons, which she calls her sons a lot. She's like, "Yo, those kids are fucking nice." But she she also said in the book that she fears for their life because they're Dwayne Wade. Um, uh, so, and they have pressure of where they live because they're Dwayne Wade's kids. Mm. It's pressure there. It's kind of a little racist there too. She talked about. I was like, damn, mm. it's wild. It don't matter. Reality, yeah, yeah nah, it don't matter. They, they nice. One of them going to the league for sure. Yeah, yeah for What's sure. the fact? He has grown sons, and he's so. gonna make. He's gonna make his own name. He's gonna make his own yeah, name. He has right. grown kids. I think one of his kids is like sixteen already. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's lit. Two yeah. years, he's out of yeah, here. One of them is definitely hitting the league. He's out of here. So, we see how it works out. Right. Thank you, Dwayne Wade, for all you did for Facts. the basketball culture Facts. and for the culture. You definitely added a change and a different temperament to basketball, you know what I and mean? Yeah, so. And Gabriel was always my, like, kid crush. Oh, wow. And, like, to see that they created such a, a dope union. Their bond is insane. You, you you saw that commercial they got, that new commercial? where I didn't see it. Okay. Well, they, they got a commercial where they're, like, they... They're doing challenges and they're trying to beat each other. So they got a challenge with the medicine ball. Who who could get it fast? Like who could give it to who faster? They got a, a challenge where they on a bike. They got a challenge where like they're like uh like like playing freeze tag and it's a whole bunch of dope shit. It's dope. Nah, the they have them. a they have a dope union. A dope no union. pun intended. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think I think that that could be the next route for them. Is right. like a Jada Will type of situation where you. You they put their relationship to the forefront, possibly, and maybe make some content around that because that'll I, be entertaining, right? Yeah, Gabrielle could, Union to me, and I love Gabrielle Union too. She was always weird to me. Yeah, yeah she was always weird in terms of like, and again, I learned why. She talks about it in her book. 
she she tells everything in her book actually um she has a part in her book where she's like she had a director tell her you're acting like you're trying to act just fucking act i was like god damn he was like you're trying too hard and she said for years she was typecasted which if you look at her career yeah she was this mad movie that scene where i'm like she always has the same role then she talked about how she always had to wear the same type of hairstyle. She always had to smile. She had lines where she just smiled. She didn't say anything. She was like, she felt like she had to appease certain people and she felt like her voice wasn't strong enough yet because she was just trying to get her foot wet. But when that director told her that, she kind of used that to the to the best of her ability. But she always, she always gave me a vibe like she needs to be doing news. Like not acting like news. Like I, I could see her as, a, as an anchor. A yeah, journalist. That. I think she was typecasted, though. I think it was a lot for a while shit. she was she was the successful independent black woman yeah. who needed to find a man. Yeah, yeah. That was always her role. Yeah, she talked about that. Yep. And she said, <laughs> and she said it too. She was like, after being Mary Jane, she told us she was like, "Yo, I'm tired of this shit." She was like, and like they like they was having a group outside. She was like, they were all like drinking. She was like, I'm I've been typecasting my whole fucking life, and nobody has really seen my range. I'm like, facts. You you know what I mean? Like she talked like she talked about when she did Bring It On, which I remember when she was a cheerleader, but she was on like the the Black Squad. And then she talks about Deliver Us from Ava, which is one of my favorite movies with her and LL Cool J. She was like, yo, I'm always the damsel in fucking distress. Mm. Tired of that shit. And she said BT kind of made being Mary Jane a little different for her, as we know. Like she was like the dynamic was a bit different, but she was like, it's still this, you know, I'm trying to find and she's like, it always ends up in like a, a man. Like, so I think she needs to take a step back from acting yeah. and really go into something being else. Mary Jane was overly sexual too. So. Yeah, being Mary Jane was wild. I was I, like, that's yeah. what I think. I think it might be a good yeah. like she is she is sexy though. I yeah. I think it would be a good route. To be like, yo, me and Dwayne Wade are going to put what we do to have like that commercial type thing right. to the forefront. It was lit. That commercial was lit. Like our relationship is a little bit of a mystery. It is. But a lot of people value it. So let's show you guys like some of the things as to how we keep it fun. Because I did hear that they're very competitive in their relationship. That's yeah. why that commercial was made. Yeah. Was yeah. because they're very competitive. That commercial was oh. super lit. Yeah, and they also they also have different parenting styles as well. Cause as you know, Gabrielle Union, like she claims the kids, like his kids as her own, but at the same time she's like Dwayne Wade has taught her so much about being a parent because he's he's a bit more laid back and she feels like even though those kids are not hers, she feels like they're there. So she talks about she be on some Will Smith shit. So like Will Smith, when he was shooting, I think I Am Legend or one of the movies that took mad long to make, that nigga was literally cutting time to do the film to go with his son to spend a whole day in Japan just to watch his football game for 45 minutes. She was like, she would be so tight on herself for not making parents at your conference that she would have to not take a role just to make up a whole summer's worth of work. Miss Bread. She's like, that time you can't get it back. So then that had me thinking like, damn, if niggas really do make it, we're going to piss a lot of people off because your kids, I mean, shit, we probably don't. I mean, I know I'm doing it now and I'm nowhere near where you at in terms of like marriage and and, and like family life. But it's like, yo, certain nights where you think you could have had more time spending with the person that you love, 
Nigga, you gotta go. You gotta do the po- though. Tonight we gotta do the podcast. So I can't. I mean, you know, I tonight we gotta do the podcast. Time, but you know, my only thing is just don't let your whole life go by, and don't make the time to spend it with your family. I oh, I like agree with just, that. You just gotta. Some niggas just work, work, work. That's it. Some days, I mean, I get told all the time, so I know. Nah, you gotta. You gotta, you, you gotta set the time. Yeah, work life balance, balance is important. You gotta yeah, balance is very important. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's talk about this fucking August Alcina rollout. Have y'all been seeing the, the dumb antics this nigga been doing? No. No, I don't oh, follow so he put up. Uh, he been fell off of me. I'm sorry. He, <laughs> so he put one. a project out last month. Okay. On Valentine's Day. Flopped? Clearly. Oh, um, shit. Damn. And then he started putting out freestyles. So he did a freestyle to Nunya, which is from Kalani's project, which did not flop. Um <laughs> And in in it, he made a video to it. And in the video, he mentions a Corin. Now, Corin is Jada Pinkett Smith's middle name. And then in the video, he puts a gift of Jada. But the video is regarding him trying to be with this girl, um... Who told him basically that they couldn't be together? He clout chasing. Come on, all right. So he's insinuating that he had an affair with Jada. With Jada, okay. This nigga's crazy. So. <laughs> these niggas, these niggas try to hold me the back. Pussy. These niggas hey, try to hold me it back. Moving, my nigga. God, so fucking the reason Man, Romney don't pay no tax. The reason why I even was like, huh, there might be something to this is Jada decided to unfollow him on Instagram after this. Oh shit! Because. This is like the second time he's then he's insinuated. Remember, he put up a post. Yeah, a minute ago, I remember that. Yeah, a while ago about how much he loves her. Right. Yeah. Da da da. Now you insinuating in this that video that you fuck. I feel like this is a clout chase move to get attention to his music because he been he been trashed for the last couple of years. August, I've seen a bit. He fell off. Yo, I feel like yo. I feel like my niggas. Lamar Odom has never been the same after he went to rehab. I'm sorry. Lamar Odom is from my hood. Shout out to Southside. Shout out to Lincoln Road, Lincoln Park. Lamar Odom has never been the same. Tiger Woods fucked up with that white lady. That nigga, and I watch golf religiously just because of that nigga these days. I be at work. I be watching this shit. Oh, yeah. He trash now. Yo, Tiger Woods fell off so far. I'm like, yo, this shit hurt. Like, God damn. Nigga, you Tiger Woods. Nigga, what the nigga? You was the you was a poster boy of fucking golf at one point. Nike loved you, like nigga. What happened? So I'm just looking at this nigga now. Like I feel like when, 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 when niggas, I feel like mental health now has such a real stigma on your career, nigga. It's hard for you to rebound from that. I'm sorry. That nigga went to uh, rehab, bro. He's never been the same since. He had his little relapses on stage where he ended up in the hospital. He's never been the same since. He, I don't think he's making a comeback, bro. I mean, I think just so much has happened in his life. It's that over, man. It's over. He don't know up from down, down from up. Yeah. I don't know if this affair actually happened or not. I do know that there was one point where they were super close and Jada was considering like herself like a godparent to him. Oh, I sure. do know that there was a point where they kept there was rumors circulating that Jada and Will was having like an open marriage, and they said no, that's not true. So on the red table, yeah, yeah. Supposedly. So, so 
I don't know if maybe there was some instance where he either did slide in or he felt like he was going to slide in. But I just think, like Flo just said, if he did, this is not you. You're supposed to just be like, all right, it happened. You know be she's happy, married. Bro. Right. Know she married. Be happy. You got a shot. And, keep and, it moving and keep it keep uh, it man. pushing. Play that Ray J like, record. Do you think you're going to take away Jada Pinkett Smith from Will, from from Will, Will Smith? Smith? Will Smith. You're is not even worth a fraction a of. Fraction, Will Smith bro. has been reinventing himself all these years, nigga. That that man is. Oh, what he said in that song? He said he had a yeah he, he had a whole like ten summers of just blockbusters, nigga. It's you talking about Will Smith, bro? Like we're talking, talking about, about I am Legend, Will Smith, bro. Like Will, Will Smith is is up there with like anytime you think of greats. Yeah, it's a legend, bro. Yeah, he's up there. It's Will Smith. Like, it's there. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that he makes Jada 100% happy, but I think that she ain't looking at, you know, ooh, August is the one. I'm going to leave Will for August. 26-year-old, 28-year-old, whatever old this nigga is, is the one I'm going to go to. After all these years, I'm going to leave Will Smith. And who I'm gonna end up with, August Alcina. After all these years. After all these years. And it happens, you know, Shaq wife left him. Yeah. After all those years. Penny looked mad kids. bad too, my God. Well, that nigga things, things happen, but I'm just saying. So I don't know. That ain't it. That ain't it, Chief. That ain't it, that ain't. All right, what, what we got, bro, for the tough lot? Listen, man, um, big shout out to everybody um, who has supported the first leg. Of bars in the barbershop. Appreciate you guys. Second shows this weekend. Big shout out to my dope ass flyer creator. I see you. Um, we out here making some great moves. Shout out to the shout out to the whole entire team. Um, so it's gonna be 158-11 Archer Avenue, Queens at the Urban America Haircutters. Big shout out to my guy Miracle. It's a miracle. Um, so yeah, those don't up at nine, showtime from 10 to 12, featuring yours truly. Lawrence Turner. So he'll be in the building. Tough knot. Um in terms of the majority of what we talked about, we, we talked a lot about business, economics. We talked about, you know, people um trying to do stuff and you know, maybe they gotta take a step back. You gotta learn from your mistakes and you really gotta treat your mistakes as like many like lessons that will help you become more successful because I'm I'm not gonna say his name. I'm pretty sure he don't listen to this podcast. But I got a good friend. We kind of fell out just only because you know I moved. Well, I stopped going to the school I was going to, and then you know we just got older and shit like that. And you know interests just became different. And he was before I started this network. He had a business, and he was running an online business where he I think he was selling clothes and a whole bunch of different like miscellaneous merchandise. And what he told me was, yo, like he said it just like this. He was like yo, Hen, like I'm giving up my business. It was only six months. I think I was like, I think I was almost a year in with this network. I was just starting it. And I was just like, bro, it's just six months. Like it's, and I couldn't understand what he was saying because I'm just like, yo, how, how could you give up so easy? And he was like, you know, cause I'm just putting out bread. I'm not getting nothing back. So my message to you guys who's out there, who's probably listening to us and like, damn, like, you know, niggas. No, it's not over, Kilia. No. 
asking me if the podcast is done. Like, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, a lot of people will start something, and we've seen it happen all the time. People start shit every day. Niggas do not finish because they don't see immediate results. And this is not a shot to anybody that has worked with me in any capacity that you have. But a lot of people still think that because they see shit happening for other people, quick, 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 that it's going to happen for them. The shit that you do for you, they feel like it's going to be reciprocated into them. And it's like, don't forget to do the work. Like, don't forget to make sure you get up early enough that you stay later, that you ask questions, that you take notes, that you work harder, that you push yourself. A lot of people just feel like it's going to be instant gratification 24-7, like we was talking about. Niggas just come out of nowhere, boom, go viral. They think because that nigga went viral, they can go viral. Nigga, no. Niggas be like, yo, they got, you know, 20K, 30K in, in less than three months. I got 300 followers. I could do the same. No, because whatever they doing is definitely differentiates from what the fuck you doing. Mm-hmm. So whatever business you guys trying to start, you know, I ain't got all the answers. D-Flowing got all the answers. I ain't got all the answers. But we got some answers, nigga. We got some jewels that we could probably help y'all and, and save y'all from a lot of heartache, a lot of stress. Probably save y'all niggas some bread. On the flip side, if you don't do the work, Nigga, we just here giving out information that you 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 may or may not take it, but it's information nonetheless that could possibly help you. So be realistic about whatever business that you're trying to start or whatever you know field that you're trying to get into. Because at the end of the day, how the fuck we got here? We got here from having fucking sometimes meaning meaningless arguments that I probably started. We probably got here. <laughs> we probably got here with. You know, hard work and sacrificing shit. Some of us got here and didn't even know we was gonna be here. Like you couldn't, you couldn't have told us ten years ago that we was gonna be businessmen, entrepreneurs. Like, we was just, you know, like you know, youngins trying to really figure out this rap shit. And then second asset, right? And we realized, <laughs> nigga, it, there's more to what we got to offer than just hip hop. And I feel like we've even evolved and revolutionized what we've done. And yeah, I feel like sometimes, me personally, I feel I feel like sometimes niggas try to downplay what the fuck I've done. Because it's like, damn, like how I'm not getting the credit that I know I deserve. But at the same time, who are these niggas to give me credit? Mm-hmm. And why should I be why should I feel like I need to get credit from them? Who are they really to who I am and what I do and what I'm I'm gonna do? It's like, you know, people just come into your life for for, for different reasons and shit. So all in all. Be careful and ask questions and really know what you're getting yourself into if you're going to go the business route and know that it comes with a risk. And what I've been learning from my directive operations, you always got to assume the risk. And when you're the one running the business and when you're the one that's the head, you got to all you you assume the most risk. So if you're complaining about spending money on your business, I don't think you should be in business. I think you you made a a lot of really good points. Um, what would Dad say? Dad would say, one. Sometimes we have to realize that the people that we want to help, the people that we want to give our knowledge to, the people that we want to support and kind of bring into our circles, not everybody's ready for that. No, 
not everybody sees the bigger picture even for themselves. And they're complacent and okay with it. And we have to understand that we have to be complacent and okay with that as well. Sometimes we see such amazing things for people. We see potential in them. We see, oh, like, yo, if they just tweak this one thing, they'll be unstoppable. Oh, if they just, if they just change their business model a little bit here, or if they just change their personality, if, if they just didn't let certain things bug them, if they didn't keep making the same bad mistakes over and over, life would bring them in a different direction. And unfortunately, some people just are not ready. They're not ready for that 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 leap, that change in atmosphere. They'd rather be around certain things that they're comfortable with because that's all they know. And stepping into the unknown, even if it's unknown happiness, <coughs> is beyond them. And we got to let that be the case. What we don't have to let happen, though, is we don't have to keep reaching out to people who keep burning the same bridge. So... They may not be ready, but that doesn't mean that you let them do things that now damper what you're doing or bring you down or put you in a predicament where when a thing that you were looking forward to doing, you no longer are able or willing or wanting to do because you didn't try to build this person up so many times, trying to get them in the right business position that you forgot about your own business. You're trying to get them to see their personality flaws so much that you ended up wrecking your own personality and making it worse because you've been taking on all their negative energy. We have to learn to just realize to let certain people grow where they need to grow, leave them there, maybe water the plant. Maybe sometimes we don't water the plant, but you let the plant where it it rooted itself, you leave it there, and sometimes it'll find new places to, to root, and sometimes... It'll just stay there. And you got to just let that be the case because you can't kill yourself or your dreams or your business trying to uplift someone else. What you can do is be the example, though. And once you make it to the plateau, once you make it to where you feel comfortable, they'll look at your example. And at that time, you make the decision if if you're willing to share the knowledge, you're willing to, to share the jewels. But... You can't do both at the same time, and you got to let people, like, grow in their own pace. This has been Dad Has the Bow Ties, episode 18, I think. Episode, I mean, the papers say 18, but, yeah. Dad Has the Bow Ties, y'all. You guys have a blessed one. Peace. Peace.